0: Hey everybody, welcome to Origin Story, an All-Star Comics podcast special that focuses on a one-on-one interview about the hosts from the podcast. You can get this show a month early by going to patreon.com slash allstarcomicspodcast and subscribing to the $5 tier or higher, or you can get this show normally by subscribing to any podcast service of your choice that you see fit. The show is meant to take a deep dive into the origin story of the cast you know from the show, whether it be comics or any other nerdy things that inspired them. Not only do you know us a little better, but we discuss one of our favorite art forms, comics. So I'm your host, Matt Lubick, and joining me today is Jonathan Cote. What's up? Yeah. The host himself of the <laughs> All-Star Comics Podcast. I'm still surprised uh, anybody gives
1: enough of a crap about me to want to hear this. So You know,
0: <laughs> it's crazy because when we first came up with this idea, like, Everyone wanted us to do it. They're like, oh, that's such a good idea. I know. And like... It surprised me. I was
1: like, it's it's great to have so many people that like the show. I just... I The, yeah. the fact that we have enough people that yeah. like the show it's like in
0: general... Average is 150 plays a week.
1: Yeah. that I'm thrilled with that. Yeah. Like, I know that's not like necessarily like, oh my God, numbers like no, some of these other guys cool. do. But it's really cool because yeah. it's just... It's such a fun thing for us to do and the fact that other people like it, you know, it's just, is just bonus. Yeah. So the fact that people were kind of like into doing an additional segment, right. finding out uh. more about us and our personal lives and just, you know, how we kind of got into all this in, in more detail, it just really surprised me. So, yeah. Hey, like, like I said, this is just, this is all fun. So I'll yeah. take it.
0: So this is episode number two and it's kind of crazy. Um, I was looking at the analytics we actually have way more people across the world now. Do we really like the the numbers for different countries, like in like Africa and Europe and all that are boosting up? It. I'll show you. When okay, we're that's cool. But it, it's interesting. So um yeah, episode number two. Uh Thank you everybody for listening to the first episode with Roger. That was a good one. I don't know if you checked that one out. I yet. I have not because yeah.
1: uh, I need to look at send I you guess, the link. It's on the the, top yeah, because yeah. I'm not I'm yeah, not <laughs> no. on top of <laughs> yeah, everything you, right My you're, life. You're busy, my my busy life is so busy right now.
0: So uh, this is the first question It's not comics related Okay So tell me Who is Jonathan Cote What are you What do you like to do <laughs> who are, Just give me a, a synopsis of yourself A synopsis so, of like, myself The people listening to the show They know okay. you as a host They know your comic interests. Okay. You're Mr. Superman But they don't know a lot About your personal stuff So like, okay. what's up with that
1: um, How far back do you want me to go Uh, You don't have to go
0: crazy, but like you can mention like the guitar stuff and kind of like uh, interests and things like that.
1: Okay, so I grew I grew up out here. Um, You know, I, I Um, Palm, yeah, (laughs) within within Palmdale County, the AV as we affectionately call it out here, Um, because Palmdale and Lancaster are literally on top of each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the it's the same thing. There's it's called the Antelope Valley, and there's absolutely no antelope to be found.
0: (laughs) They're extinct. They're extinct (laughs) out here.
1: Um, So I I was uh, I was born in uh, Northridge. You know, oh, and, cool. And at some point... My I was born in Van Nuys. Were you really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, or I should say I was born in Simi Valley, lived in Northridge for a couple years, and then I think when I was, I want to say three or four, I my, my parents had yeah. moved up here. And, Same thing. <laughs> and I, I'd kind of just grown up out here. Um and I know some people like probably people that are out here that have been out here the same amount of time are probably like oh I yeah. feel this pain you know kind yeah, of yeah it hurts <laughs> um, and at the same time it's not like it's a bad place, no, to, live either. Yeah. place to live it's an average place it's it's it is you know what how I've Very always vanilla. treated it it's yeah. it is what you make it yeah because there's a lot of great people out here And there's a lot of yeah. things that suck out here yep just um basic but um you know fast forwarding past all the the childhoods I, I mean we could probably get into like the the d- details of all that later yeah I, just I started, it's kind of the top level yeah. you know. Um, I went to high school out here, graduated. Um, I didn't really know what I was going to do. I just knew I had a lot of different interests, uh, music being one of them. I actually almost enlisted into the military. Um, Wow. Yeah. What was that? (laughs) It was actually, uh, for a while, I was, you know what ROTC is, right? Oh, yeah. I'm assuming other people know what ROTC is, that kind of pre-military school Mm -hmm. type stuff. Yeah. Um, I was in something similar to that called Civil Air Patrol because I was, like your brother, kind of interested in going into the Air Force. Yeah. Um, and then 9 11 popped off my junior year. Oh man, <laughs> and my not that my parents don't respect everybody that's in the military, oh, but it was course. one of those things like, Hey, we don't want to see our son go off because we had known people that didn't yeah. have their kids come back, you know, kind of thing. And um, my parents were just worried about me going out just at that time, n- respectful you know? parents, you yeah. know, like and yeah, yeah. as parents are, yeah. And so, the, it was kind of one of those like, Look, if that's what you want to do, and you feel like the call of duty to go and do yeah. serve your country and do that. Um, then fine. And so, uh, do that. But you know, please don't do it right now. Yeah. You know, it one <laughs> Maybe of, was, wait a year or two. <laughs> it was one of those things like wait for it to calm down a little yeah. bit. Um, and I get it. You know, they, they're worried about you. Cause
0: what uh, at that point in time it was nuts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so, um, I decided not to, um, and I, I really quite wasn't sure what else to do. Um, at that point I was also thinking about law enforcement, which is funny because, uh, everything <laughs> swings back around. Yeah um and then uh, i just ended up deciding to pursue music because at the time i was really starting to get into well really starting to get into i was already really into playing guitar and yeah i wanted to to try to take that and see what i get you know that whole speech they give you like follow your dreams like yeah that stuff.
0: do follow your passion and whatever. yeah
1: <laughs> um and so I i at least wanted to try and see what i could do and i ended up going to um ABC Community College out here. Um, didn't didn't really like that experience. Nothing against the people that have, have done. It just it was one of those things that just didn't work for me. And um, I decided to go to uh, after not doing well. I think for like two semesters. I worked for a little bit out here and was trying to figure out what else to do because I still wanted to you know try to do something music related. Um, played. Played in a band for a little bit and then, um, me decided. too. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like I don't want to say that was like the only thing to do, but that was a, a, the thing for a lot of guys out yeah. here. If you're into was, like
0: heavy music, you're in a band. Well, you know what's funny
1: is the heavy music came a little after I graduated, Bef- okay. before that, it was punk. Well,
0: punk's heavy music, punk, I guess, yeah, <laughs> aggressive music, yeah. I guess. You're
1: but see, like when I say. Uh, Cause it was weird There was like a shift out here It went from punk rock To like the hardcore Punkcore. stuff About and
0: 2006-ish yeah. yeah So
1: cause I graduated in 2002 So yeah. that was kind of the apex Of like the punk rock out here And not, I wasn't even playing that I was yeah, just I wanted rock. to play rock Yeah You know So it was always like Tough finding the guys That just wanted to play Straight yeah. ahead rock Instead of like Either punk or hardcore Cause yeah. there was that shift happening But um So I I finally decided like Hey I wanna do something More with this And I uh I ended up enrolling into Musicians Institute in 2004. Yeah,
0: it makes sense because there's no program like that at ABC. Yeah, so I
1: mean, I thought there might be something for me there, music-wise, yeah. and it just yeah, it, it was. So, yeah. I I graduated from there in 2006. Okay. Um Still playing in and out of bands. Was it uh, guitar? Yeah, that, it was okay. guitar oh. emphasis. Um, it was uh, what was the actual thing, oh. on my certificate, <laughs> on my AA? Yeah. It was uh. It was um, it was something guitar with an emphasis on performance because I I performance did all, I, guitar, I did all okay. the the performing stuff, but mm. I had like my theory stuff all really yeah. solid too. Yeah, um, because I was one of those guys like if I'm gonna go do it, I want to know what in the heck I'm doing. I have to, sure, you know, right. And so, what you quickly find out is playing gigs in the AV doesn't
0: mean a steady paycheck. Oh, not at all. That's quite you know, the opposite. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's pretty
1: much everybody expects you to do it for free.
0: Or yeah, pay. Pay, pay, pay for your own tickets to pay play. to play. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Which is still a travesty in my opinion. It's out in LA. really
0: Los Angeles. Yeah. that's what it is. It's, and I, that, yeah.
1: dude, that's the, the, the one thing that I've always told people, all my students throughout mm. the years, never go to LA and pay to play. There are other places that will pay you a yep. nice fee everywhere else in the country that will <laughs> pay to pay you to come out and entertain. Yep. Um, so anyway, uh, you know, I decided to give teaching a try. Um, cause I had, uh, I had worked for a music shop, uh, Mel Booker Music out here. So yep. a little shout out to, to Mel. He'd given me a job when I was kind of sick of doing other stuff. Cause I had worked various other jobs in between high school and going to, to MI one of them being guitar center. Yeah. I don't ever recommend that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Guitar center has a very high turnover rate. Yeah. Um, Many friends in and out of there. <laughs> yep. And that's just how yeah. it usually works. Um, I, I did two stints at guitar center and was like, after the second one, I was like, you know what? I'm, just kind of done with this
0: yeah, it's just a crappy retail job just like yep. anything else y- it's
1: uh, if you if you want to if you have the choice of going to guitar center or selling cars go sell cars oh, yeah that's th- <laughs> i'm not even like yeah, that better sounds commissions it <laughs> sounds horrible but yeah, yeah. um so anyway yeah. i you know mel had given me a job uh you know after i finished my stints at guitar center and, and whatnot so um I was kind of helping run his shop and, and do stuff like that. And yeah. I eventually got to the point when I was, cause I was kind of still working for him while going to music school. And once I got out, I was like, okay, can I start teaching? He's like, yeah. So, um, I didn't know how long that was going to be. Yeah. I didn't know how good I was going to be at it. I just, I, Let's want, wing it. <laughs> I wanted to do something with my guitar cause I was really, yeah. you know, into that. I still, and I still am really into it oh, yeah. um, and whatnot. But, um, I ended up working for Mel a total of thirteen years, and eleven of those were teaching. And um, wow, that's a long I, time. I had, at one point, I, I, I mean, I've had over several hundred students throughout those years. Yeah. But at one point, like you know, you're you're jammed up doing sixty to seventy five students a week. Jeez. Uh, teaching, I think that was like the highest I got, which was it's kind of nuts if you're doing like a half hour lesson you know mm. with each of those you're, you're some of them an
0: hour right depending yeah on depending
1: that. on how advanced the the kid is and whatnot and i i actually ended up really enjoying it which is why i did it for so long yeah um you know you get invested in a lot of these kids because there were several times where i would take kids from like eighth grade seventh grade sure all the way up through their high school nice graduation college, into their yeah. first year of college i mean you know kyle mclaughlin and dylan rivetti oh yeah those are my friends and yeah <laughs> a lot of, that was their, the case with them yeah. i taught dylan for several years i taught I, kyle for several hence years the
0: reason my friend kyle uh is into prs guitars <laughs> i was that, that was my doing <laughs> i was always wondering i was like because everyone like at the time i was playing like an sg or like yeah. An ltd yeah and I, like oh, schecter's because oh, like they were yeah, all super Schecter, popular because like, we were in the hardcore scene yeah. you know and then kyle's always playing a prs and i'm like why is he playing a PRS? That was my salesman. It's a bad guitar. Yeah. It's just it's like for shredders. Yeah, it was that was
1: my salesmanship at the time. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I had two of them, and he's like, "Dude, what are those?" I was like, "Play it, dude." Yeah, and I, it just it just ruined him on everything <laughs> <Yes>. else. <laughs> yeah, no. And so
0: I still talk to Dylan. Not Kyle, not so much, but yeah, yeah. and and Josh Apple. Yeah, you ever know him? Dude, Josh works like for a record label he, for a that while. That freaking like, boy, like yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, so, yeah, Man. they were they were a great set of students that I remember like they each of them would be sitting in on each other's lesson. Yeah, it was one of those things. They made yep. it really, fu- you know, it, stuff like that really made it fun because you could see them grow. I never thought Dylan would be into the stuff that he ended up being into <laughs> and, and doing all of his singer songwriters to play. it just it's it cool. impresses the heck out of me there. That, yeah. that, um you know, and, and I'm not going to claim that I made either of those guys what they are because no. they came into me with with their strengths already. All sure. my goal was to just make make them make it make more sense to them Gotcha, and know you know what to do and all that so um you know but i'm just uh, i'm happy i can claim like a little little yeah. stepping stone in those progressions you know that they made yeah um and so i really enjoyed that and i did it for as long as i possibly could until this year until this year <laughs> um which was a is it was a it was tough to walk away from that i never and um, i didn't yeah. think that i had the um I guess the, uh, the impact or the effect on a lot of the students that I c- currently had had, yeah. because there was a lot of kids that just broke down and cried like the last day that oh, I taught man. and whatnot. So,
0: well, it's not, you, you, it's not just your teacher. You guys are friends. You know, yeah. you, there's a bond there. Well, part of, yeah. you know, that's to me, what always made
1: somebody really good was if they could relate to you and get yeah. kind of get on your level. And, and, um, it wasn't so much being a teacher as it was being a mentor, for, for somebody like the, the, uh, the way I always like told my students, I was like, Hey, I'm like your Jedi master. You're my Padawan. Yeah. There's you know? a relationship. There was mm-hmm. there, you know, and the, being the fact that I'm a nerd and I always had my, <laughs> my guitar, my guitar, uh, studio, uh, where I taught out yeah. of at Mel's decked out in nerdy stuff. They yeah. just ate that stuff up. Yeah. So, all the superheroes. And yeah, Lena, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that, that kind of brings a, a general overview to, like, you know, my life yep. out
0: here and, and everything. You can't so. really talk much about... What you're currently doing so, yeah. I, I mean, if you've
1: if you if anybody's been listening, I mean, this mm. is going to be like for mainly our subscribers and all yeah. that, so I'm not too worried about it. And if you've been listening to the show, well, it
0: eventually it'll be out there, yeah, yeah. after
1: I graduate, yeah, after right? you graduate, okay. yeah. So, I'm, I'm comfortable enough to say, like, yes, I got accepted into the sheriff's department uh, earlier this year, and it took about a year long hiring process to get through it and whatnot. So, I've been Jeez. in the academy, yeah, um. And it's been kicking the crap out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Only <laughs> so you guys could hear the stories we're getting um, told every week. It's yeah. crazy. So, I, th- and that's you know, it, it's I. My cousin and I had 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 a chance to briefly speak. Um, I think last week, and he's like, "Hey, how are you doing?" I t- yeah. I haven't heard from you in months. He that's and why. he's currently st- staying in Diego. and he knew. He yeah. Knew when I got in, and he's <laughs> he's currently living in San Diego, and um. What what tipped it off? What started the conversation is every year I'd go and stay with him for Comic Con. Ah, he was always my my typically my my room whenever. And at, he was at out the there. time
0: of we're filming this now, Comic Con was last week. Yeah, Comic Con yeah. was last week, yeah. So yeah. and
1: this is probably gonna go live yeah, what no. in a month. This in one for weeks?
0: Patreon in like a week or two, and then yeah, okay. for everyone else a month after that. Okay, so yeah. so yeah, so, yeah,
1: so yeah. just for time reference, yeah. so he, he's like, hey, are you coming down for Comic Con? And I was like, sadly no, the Academy <laughs> is my life right now. <laughs> Like, it, it hurts so much to tell him that. So he's like, well, how is that going? I haven't heard from you in like a month and a half, 10 yeah. months, something like that. And I was just like, I was just kind of giving him a general overview. And I was like, dude, this is probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. But worth it. I wake up every day and some part of my body
0: hurts. Something, yeah. Something and Your hurts. brain? Or, you know, you can yeah.
1: With- um, and I said, some days are absolutely grueling and brutal and miserable. Oh, yeah. And some days I have... Experience some of the most hilarious things that I will ever experience in <laughs> yeah. my life. And sometimes that's all in the same day. <laughs> I'm sure so it's, yeah. it's, it's unreal. Yeah. So I've got some funny I war it. stories. I, um, I've heard a few of them. Yes. They're, 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 you, you have they're, they're, they're at some good. point, yeah. at some point I feel like I should put them out there, but I'm going to wait until I graduate. Well, maybe <laughs> when
0: we end up getting around through everyone. We do a part two or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can tell some yeah, of Yeah, I can tell a
1: couple <laughs> funny stories and whatnot, but yeah, it's, awesome. it's intense. Yeah. So,
0: and I'm that's where you are now.
1: Yeah. I'm waiting to graduate. I've got a couple of weeks left.
0: Cool. So, so all right. So that leads me to the next question. So I know you've kind of told this a few times roughly on the show, but I don't know if you want to go through this yeah. quickly or not, but so kind of tell the listener, how did you find horizon comics and oh. kind of get into the comics? Uh, yeah, like I, So what was your, with the shop? How with did the you, shop? Yeah.
1: Okay. So I've, I'm, I'll, mm. I always briefly touched on it. So I'll go right. into a little bit more detail. So, um, I think. Let me start with like kind of po- like around in high school. Yeah. Um. Because that's when I kind of fell out of the game. Well, of, of comics. Oh,
0: we'll get into that. Actually, okay. that's another question. That's so a question. I'm okay. gonna go just okay, so shop level. Like, shop yeah. level. Okay. Discovery.
1: Um. So, I, I had been out of comics for a number of years, yeah. and I mainly because there wasn't. There's not a whole lot out here. I mean, there's a couple mm. shops that are not okay. Very good. <laughs> yeah. The shops we'll are not. Yeah. But I've done that enough on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I was, I was looking for something, uh, a place to go that I, I could frequent and have my, you pole. know, I, yeah excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a, a pool set yeah. up. And, um, cause I'm big, like if I go somewhere, I want my business to mean something to somebody. I want to value. Show, yeah. I want to show my support to somebody and something worthwhile. Yeah, it's ty- typically my attitude with anything. So if I, if I like just as an example of, I, I love PRS guitars. Yeah. And that's mainly because they've won my business, not because they pay you. <laughs> yeah, their quality, the, the, their mission statement, how they handle things, the way they do business, the product that they put out to me is the best. And so that to me makes me want to you play want to put their, your money in there. Yeah, yeah, that's why speak I speak th- with your wallet. Yeah, mm. so I have three of their guitars. Okay, yes. um, Roger pretty much did that in my in the first meeting with He's a genuine dude. Yeah. Um, I had walked yeah. in and at the time he still had that f- just the front part of the shop. Tiny little Which square. is crazy to think now because of how much dude, bigger he expanded. It the, was like a
0: bathroom. Yeah.
1: <laughs> essentially. Yeah. And I remember walking in being like this is really small. Yeah. But Roger I, he was just so uh, nice and just accommodating and wanting to help me out because I, I walked in and explained to him like hey I've been out of the, the actual comic game for a while and I think at this point Thor had come out.
0: It's so like 2011, 2010, yes, somewhere. It was around in. It? it was.
1: I. I want to say it was two, the end of 2010, the beginning of yeah. 2011. Maybe Thor wasn't out
0: yet because that was like spring 2011. Thor, okay. Yeah.
1: It was. It was in there. It was the end of 2010, beginning of 2011. Sure. It was yeah. that time frame. I don't have. It was right. Uh, we still had several months, a couple more months before New Fifty Two was going to pop off. Because that was okay. September. That was so September so yeah. of 2011. So almost there. So yeah. So, um, and I was just like, I don't even really know where to start because anybody that knows going into comics the first time, it's, it's daunting it's a hurdle. You, you don't yeah. know where to start. Being out of it, I already knew, like, I don't know what any story arc yeah. is in, you know, and, and he had told me, he's like, hey, DC's getting ready to kind of reboot. If you want to hop in here on this, yeah, you know, you can do that, blah, blah, blah. Um,
0: if you like Marvel. Like Infinite Crisis, right? It was right then. Uh, no, was that like, was a few years. Was that? I thought years. that was 2010. Maybe not. There's something right there because I think Infinite
1: Crisis was actually about the time I hopped out. That was like 2003.
0: Well, sorry. I know a tangent, but there was an yeah. event where, like, because that started the whole like Batman thing where like Darkseid threw him through time and oh, Final kind of Crisis. Like, Final Crisis. There's so many crises. Yeah. That was right before New Fifty Two. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh. Marvel has Secret Wars. <laughs> DC has their Crisis. crisis. Yeah. yeah. Chief. So, but yeah, so that was. That was kind of what did it for me. I I was just looking for a shop because, you know, Marvel was really starting to roll out with their movies. And it started to, you know, kind of bring back the nostalgia of like, man, I miss holding the paper comics and reading them. Um, So I want to get back into that. And I, you know, had I, I checked out one other shop. They didn't really help me out a whole lot
0: across the street there.
1: No, no, no. I, 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 to heck with them. Oh, that's the, that's the, yeah. The
0: Boulevard one. Yeah. Yeah. They're not very good. They, cause, and and I get (laughs) it. They don't do comics though. It's not their thing. Yeah.
1: They just happen to sell. Yeah.
0: They're more cards and stuff.
1: So I went there. They really weren't much of a help. They didn't really have a clue on anything. And their whole comic section was just disorganized. One rack. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and I went to another place that was listed in the Yellow Pages and it was already out of business. So that didn't really help out a whole lot. What place was that? What I can't remember the name of it, but it was in Quartz Hill. It was a small... I drove to oh the thing. Man. Okay. Okay. I drove to the location and they had a, you know, the sign had been pulled off the, the thing and you so know... So they're yeah, done. It, <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess yeah. they never pulled their ad from the Yellow Pages. Yeah. But what was funny was is it was kind of fate because... I was literally going by closest to furthest from me. And so.
0: Yeah, because you're way on the other side of town.
1: Well, at the time I was still out in uh, the west side. Okay. This is before I moved over to the east side. Okay. So I was coming from uh, right off of 45th and N or 50th and N. Oh, okay. I used to be over there by the. Yeah.
0: um, Carl's Jr. and all that. Yeah.
1: Well, a little bit further around. Like, you know what Hillview Middle School is? Rancho Vista Housing Track, all that. Everybody that's out here like oh, is going to be like. No, the names, what? but yeah. yeah. If I saw like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So I was coming that direction uh-huh. towards Roger's shop. So the first one on the list was the that's one true. that was out of business because I had already experienced on the Boulevard. and yeah. it was Like whatever. So then Horizon Comics was next because I wasn't going to go to the the other place that they shall not be named. Yeah, this shall not be named. And so I went in and was like. Yeah. Hey, like, I, you know, this is this and, and Roger just kind of won me over. So yeah. That's how I ended up at the shop. And the history from there. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I just started off as like a really, you know, just being a customer. Yeah. Really. That's really what it came down to. And Roger just being great, a great dude. And yeah. Great Roger's at what a great dude.
0: I have a similar story, but I, we'll get to that in my episode. Okay. <laughs> right on. Cause I, I'm sure I'm one of these months. I'm going to, someone's going to have to interview me. It. Yeah. I'll you want to do it? All yeah, right. I'll do it. Cool. Um, so that leads me to my next question, which is totally off topic. Uh, what is something good you've been re- reading lately? Something good I've been reading. Lately. Just kind of oh something off the top of your head that you want to say that you've been reading. Uh, just specifically comics? Cause, yeah. Well, yeah, or or not? Because I have a kind of thing where, um, and later in the show, where you're going to kind of recommend books. Okay. So this can be something completely different, or it could be one of those. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So lately,
1: so the, what have you been reading lately? My my go tos. I'm I'm just going to throw out my go tos, and if sure. you've been listening to the episodes uh, as they've come out on the podcast, you already kind of know. Yeah. Mainly because my time is so limited. Yeah. It's tough. <laughs> you have like to, an hour a day. Yeah. <laughs> the, and I feel bad because I have a stack of books that I still have yet to get to. Um, be, so I have to kind of prioritize like what my and this is how I know how good they are because I am going strictly to them first. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anytime uh, Doomsday Clock is out. Yep. That's, that's a must. Jeff Johns, man. Okay. Jeff <laughs> Johns. Uh, holy be thy name. You know, kind <laughs> of thing. So uh, Doomsday Clock, absolutely. Mister um, Miracle, absolutely. Okay. Yep. Um, uh, Wildstorm. Yeah. Warren. That's Ellis. a good one. Um, mm. I, every week that's out, or every month that's out, yeah. I, that's the one of the first things I read. So, um, that's a quality book that that's underrated. Yeah, uh, indie books, uh, anything with Jonathan Hickman's name on it. <laughs> so currently, I believe that is Black Money Murders, and I think that's been yeah. on a hiatus. We're waiting for the next issue to come out, so yeah. it gives you time to. There's two trades that you should be able to pick up. Yeah, um, and uh, East of West. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of which, I read the first issue of that
0: Shield today. Yeah. It's weird, man. Which one? Shield. Oh, his. uh, Yeah. The return one? Or of his run? Because he did a one shot and then he did a number one that went through one through four. Okay. I read the first one shot. It's weird, man. Is it? You'll Is have it? to read it. Okay. It's weird. It <laughs> like, I... doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's you know what? It might be one of those things like he because he does that sometimes where he broadsides you with something and then he comes all the way back around to it and you're like, oh, that's genius.
0: We'll talk about it later. Yeah. yeah.
1: But anyway, so um, east yeah. to west, Black Monday murders. Uh, for Rick Remender, I'm waiting for seven Dude, to eternity. That's such a good book. Seven to eternity oh. needs to come back. Volume two is
0: awesome. Yeah. Yes, it is.
1: <laughs> it, yes, it freaking it's so is. good. I love that book. Um, and then the other book that, um, I'm month, cause with, with Rick Remender, it's weird. There's certain series that I ha- can only do trades on.
0: I, that's how I read all his books. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: and I like how he writes those. Okay. So I'm not yeah. complaining about it, whatever, but yeah. then there's some that are just, they have my attention where I have to read them the month that's out. Yeah. Um, like Death or Glory. Death or Glory. Yeah, that's the other. That's one. a miniseries too, but though. and yeah. that's why I'm reading it that way because it's yeah. five issues and it's done. Yeah. So, um, those are kind of like my the ones that I'm that are on the top of my top my head right now. Yeah. Okay. I mean, when Patrick Gleason and Peter Tomasi were doing Superman, obviously that was one of my number ones also. But yeah. Um, but
0: we kind of got to change the pace there. Yeah. Bendis is mm-hmm. on
1: it, and I will say, Action 1001. Pretty good. Really freaking good. New
0: villain. Oh, another uh, new villain. Wow. New villain <laughs> number yeah. two, and, and this one's actually
1: years. this one's actually more intriguing. Then, then the
0: Krypton then stuff. Yeah. Rogal Zar <laughs> yeah. or whatever his name okay. is or whatnot. Um, Maybe but, I'll pick
1: up these trades. Yeah, and it's Patrick Gleason on art, so it, it's got yeah. the familiarity of when he was writing and doing art. with. So, already and all that, half, so. you
0: already like 50% of the comic already. Yeah, so. yeah it was okay. pretty. So, so um, yeah. There we go. Yeah, that works. Um, so this one kind of goes back to what you were going to mention at the beginning of this. So what is some of your earliest memories with comics?
1: Okay, so mm-hmm. I'll go really, really early. The reason I'm a and Superman fan... Actually, sorry.
0: That also ties into the next question is, when did you get into comics? So those, okay. those questions so kind of go together. together? Yeah. Okay,
1: so mm-hmm. I got into comics very young. Um, I got introduced mm-hmm. to comics um,
0: or the characters that I love. that would be next. <laughs> really, yeah. so I'm hitting
1: all these just yeah. by accident. Well, the
0: next, one, the, <laughs> the next uh, question I had was, who are some of your favorite comic book characters? So okay. if you want to kind of go through all that, like that I'll, works. I'll, yeah.
1: I'll kind of, we can hit that question specifically because mm. I have other ones, but I'll just kind yeah. of like give you like a, a story from early childhood yeah. on up to where it, we're at, it all so. works. Yeah. Um, uh, my introduction to like comic characters huh. was the George Reeves black and white Superman Sounds series. Really old. It's really <laughs> freaking old, dude. Yeah. Okay, um, they were reruns that my parents would watch on Nick at Night when I was like five, six, seven years old. Wow, okay. okay. <laughs> That's what I remember being like, okay, Superman, I like this show. Yeah. This is cool. Okay. And then the, um, oh my God, I can't remember his name right now. Batman from the 60s. I can't. Adam West. Adam West. (laughs) Jeez. You know, God rest his soul. (laughs) I'm so sorry. How, like, how can I, as a nerd, like, even live with myself now? Um, watching those reruns and, and. um, Super cheesy. Yeah. Super campy, super (laughs) cheesy. Um, getting into that. So I was familiar with Superman and Batman at a young age and then Wonder Woman as well because of the 70s Wonder Woman show with Linda Carter. So my parents were into those shows. As I, as I got a little older and started going to, like, the grocery store or, um, places that would happen to have magazines and a, sure. like a rack. spinner rack, Yeah, um, you start taking notice as a kid. And so there's. Grabs a, your for, attention, for yeah. me, the easiest thing to remember was that big red S. Yeah. And Identifiable. so, yeah. So as a kid, I remember probably being around eight or nine wanting to, I'd, I'd get like a dollar or two from like, you know, doing household chores or whatever as yeah. a kid. And, or, you know, the tooth fairy would leave you like 50 cents or whatnot. Um, as a you know, an eight-year-old, and you—that's like, a uh, lot of money. Yeah, as, as a kid, you're <laughs> yeah. like, oh my god, yeah. five bucks? What? <laughs> yeah, you're you were rolling a few out of five. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I would you know, if we were there, and I'd happen to see, and all my old Superman comics from that age, mm-hmm. out of sequence, because it's not like right, I was yeah. old enough to be able to go and stay. They're and just I cool. I didn't yeah. even understand that there was continuity. Any type of continuity. <laughs> yeah. You know, to it, it just the guy with the red cape and the S was on the cover and that's what I wanted You're like oh, I like him yeah yeah and so he was the big blue Boy Scout yeah. you know and so I got into that and then I got you know into Batman and, and the Justice League and then as a kid you start paying attention to the old cartoon shows yeah you start seeing like the Super Friends reruns yeah. the same time which is once again really cheesy and old but that was my gateway yeah that was what made me aware of the fact that these were characters in print yeah okay and then, um, as I got a little bit older, then they started doing the death of Superman, and that's when yeah. I really started to be aware of continuity. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, the big, sh- the big new Superman show that uh, started getting a lot of notoriety was the Adventures of Lois and Clark, The yeah. Adventures of Superman, or Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. Yes. So early '90s, yep. you know, it was all really big. Stuff It was a good You know Some good And yeah They were cheesy But at the time They were That was what we had
0: That's all we had (laughs) You know
1: And that was That was good enough for me Like I was I was just happy So I started paying attention More to like Hey can I get there To get that Next Death of Superman comic Can I get there And get this next Thing that ties into it You know Um, And that's That's really kind of Where it started And then Then the other big thing That really spiked Everybody's like I think my age Uh Around my age Love of Batman Was Batman animated series dude of that course. was such a that was, was a game revel- changer man that <laughs> <was. And laughs> yeah. it's, it's not an understatement or excuse yeah. me, it's not an overstatement the, at the time there was nothing dude, else there was nothing else like Batman the animated series yeah because I think I was around like 12 when that hit so I was right in that age group that was just like oh my god and then the first time you hear yeah. um, the the voice actor that that played Kevin Conroy it, Kevin, yeah. Kevin Conroy <laughs> just friggin I'm the Batman he you know? is Batman yeah yeah, absolutely. Definitive. <laughs> um, the first time you hear that guy as Batman, you're just like, holy crap, this is amazing. Yeah. So, um, And then from there, we got the Adventures of Superman, and then we yep. got Justice, Justice League. League so all the Bruce Timm animated shows yeah. throughout the early 90s into the mid-90s. That's really when my love of of
0: your early memories. Yeah, and like I mean, I getting I, you into the comic genre
1: as a kid. You know, you were already into like Superman and Batman and, right. and all Most that. Kids but are. really, that mm. that just solidified it. Um, seeing those animations because that was just I was like I said I was that prime age, and at the yeah. same time we had all the '90s Batman movies starting to come out.
0: Yeah, we had you know, um, well, '89 Batman. We had '89 Batman,
1: yeah. and then we had. Um, I mean there were some bad ones in there too, like the ones with uh wow. <laughs> Mr. Freeze.
0: Batman and Robin Batman and Robin is, with, a,
1: is so terrible. It's a
0: very bad movie. <laughs> but it's so
1: pun filled that you kinda have to enjoy it it's, at some
0: level. It's only good to make fun of it. Yeah. It's not good way. Did you realize like
1: when uh I think it was Joel Schumacher took yeah, him Joel over? Schumacher. It went from Gotham City went from being dark and dingy and gothic looking to yeah. disco city with Yep. glow sticks and
0: like neon and
1: neon yeah. black lights everywhere it's like when did this happen
0: batman forever is better than batman and robin yes. but not much not
1: much because <laughs> basically jim carrey wanted to be the joker without but, being the joker But <laughs> they're like you're the riddler jim and he's like but what if i'm the joker <laughs> as the riddler and he just kind of played it like that
0: yeah i remember <laughs> being a kid watching those and the kid, you don't
1: care you're just like hey it's batman he's punching bad yeah. guys
0: Bat you nipples, know. man. Bat yeah, nipples. that was that's the
1: travesty we all want to forget.
0: So. Okay, so then that kind of rolls into as a comic reader. What would you say are some of your favorite genres in comics?
1: Well, obviously superhero, superhero, yeah, superhero. I mean, that's the big so one. Let's, let's science let's, fiction. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's let's put superhero aside because that's the given, right? Yeah, everybody at some point has a has a character they fall in love with, and that's kind of the gateway. Yeah, for absolutely. for I think for at least for guys my age. Well, because like.
0: 70% of comics are superheroes. Yeah.
1: So, um, I'll, I'll put the superhero one aside, obviously, because yeah. that's a given. Everybody yeah. has their favorite superhero exactly. that they love and want to follow. Um, science fiction.
0: Yeah. Well, and even all superhero, superhero comics. superhero can be technically science, science fiction, fiction, too. Yeah.
1: But, like, like, let's just say, like, hardcore science fiction, like Descender. Descender, yeah. It's a freaking great... Series right now Super by, Jeff Lemire, by Jeff Lemire and Justin Wynn. Yeah. Okay. Um. Fantastic. And that's like we're talking hardcore space odyssey. Space yeah. odyssey. Not mm. within our solar system. Different yeah. system of planets. Different hierarchies. Like uh, all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um. That's a great series. There's another. Uh, I want to say there's another science fiction series that's on the tip of my tongue. Sure that's similar remember, to like right. space yeah. opera type thing. Yeah. And I yeah can't, total. Sp- I can't. Well, uh, I'm I'm retarded. Um, Seven to eternity.
0: Yeah, that's like space. It's like fantasy sci-fi. Fantasy yeah. sci-fi yeah. stuff,
1: but but that's the other. What's one of the other genres I really like is the fantasy yeah.
0: stuff. Fantasy is really good.
1: Books like Birthright, fantastic. Manifest Destiny. Manifest Destiny, <laughs> but that's like an action adventure historical with fantasy, yeah, with <laughs> fantasy elements yeah. in it. You know, so um, look, I'm kind of I'm gonna pull a Roger. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm gonna say if there's a good enough story, I'll read it. Yeah, no know? matter what genre. I mean, I I obviously have the thing like my my things that I lean towards, my biases,
0: my, sure. my prelections and all but that. But I would say there's been plenty Johnny books that are yeah. not in your box, and then you'd be like, yeah, this is good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like I said, like if it's a good enough story, yeah, I'll, I'll, by all means, like I'm down with a good drama, also. Yeah, um, it's not that I'm, uh, you know, and I should clarify to a lot of people that listen to the show, it's not that I'm like just. I mean, it's fun to harp on Johnny sometimes. Sorry, Johnny, I love you. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> look, he has a specific genre yeah, he's set he likes. he's a very he specific likes. genre yeah. set that he likes. Yeah. And and sometimes I, I'm just not into a day in the life of.
0: Yeah. Or like a teenage girl. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> However, there are times where that itch can be scratched. And I'm like, oh, this is really good. Yeah. Like, for instance, that book uh, that we reviewed of...
0: I Kill Giants? I one? killed giants that oh.
1: I actually wasn't going to think of that one, but oh. I'm glad you brought that up. That oh. was a
0: fantastic book. I need to read it.
1: That's a fan. Yeah. Oh. I recommend it wholeheartedly. And, um, I didn't think I was going to like it going into it. Yeah. Based off of just the way
0: that not your style. Yeah.
1: Based off of what Johnny told me about it. And, um, man, that was a fantastic book. And that's, yes. that's typically not my cup of tea yeah. at all, but it was a really good read to the point where I like, I'd buy that movie and watch it. You know. Yeah, there is a movie about. That. I mm-hmm. remember seeing it I fairly like fairly that. new too, um, but um, Day Tripper was the book that I was going to mention. Oh, right. That that's a literal day in the life of yeah. kind of thing, and I, you know, I never thought I'd like that book, but it was fantastic. Also, it's just, uh, just you know, it just the story was yeah. there. The story. It's one of those things like if the story and art are there, you know,
0: I, it's quality. It's quality. Yeah,
1: that's just it. Yeah. So um, I know that's kind of a cop out answer in a way, but no, that's I, good. I. Yeah It is what it is so You yeah. like what you like Yeah
0: <laughs> Alright so then this kind of ties into That last question as well So um, From like genres And specific things that you like in comics uh, What are some themes or values From the characters in those That you attach yourself to Redemption Redemption
1: Okay I I love me a good redemption story Okay Um. I love, I love Like the underdogs and stuff Underdogs or just even people that have messed up People that are messed up Yeah Okay? and if you show me that that journey from being broken and beaten up to where they turn it around yeah I, I I'm a sucker for that I love that story to
0: see some a negative situation spun to something yeah. positive yeah.
1: yeah I love those kind of stories because you can play with that on many different levels yeah. you can you can mix that into the big space Odyssey or the big fantasy epic or you can do it just on a on a day in the life of personal journey, yeah. So um, I love I love themes of redemption. Um, I would say I a big
0: one that deals under that is like saga. Yeah, I, yeah. once so, again, it's yeah. it's it's
1: a theme that you can mix into a lot of different genres. Yeah. It's, it it just works for a lot of. Uh, so um, if you can write a character and and make me care about their kind of their their redemption story, like that's that's one of the things I love.
0: Because if you if you like a character when they're down in the dirt. Mm-hmm. And then you love them at their best, you know. It's like yeah. you seeing that arc is like—I
1: mean, if you can hate yeah. and love a character at the same time, yeah, that's some good writing. <laughs> yeah, it, it really there's, comes. There's to a right. couple of guys that can pull that off. Rick is one of them. Yeah, there's characters that you just like. God, I hate you, but at the same time, I'm rooting for You're you. So good, on. yeah. <laughs> and then you, and then you get to that moment where that character has that change, you know, and they yeah. they have their, their their arc. I like character development, you know. So yeah. um, other themes, I just. I love the, the classic good versus evil, you know, and I like okay. it. I like, I like it to look like, you know, nobody's got a chance. And then, you know, the hero saves the day. I love that stuff.
0: The classic black versus yeah. white. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, so those are, I, you know, I don't know what other people feel about that kind of stuff or whatnot, but yeah. I, I know that's kind of old school, but I, no, I too. love those. I love those themes. You know, I like hope. hope I like, Superman. Yeah. yeah. I love, I like that stuff. So if you can, and in order to, the, the, tricky thing is is you know if you're gonna do a story about hope you have to make it look hopeless yeah there has to be no hope there yeah there has to hope to shine yeah Mm -hmm. so you know it's the classic saying like if you want to get people laughing you have to get them crying if you want to get people crying you have to get them laughing (laughs) you have to know how to balance that kind of stuff and that's I, i think a lot of times people get wrapped up in kind of being um I guess shock jockey-ish about the way that they do stories sometimes, and and jumping the shark, jumping yeah. the shark on purpose, yeah. you know. And I'm not going to fault him for it because he does this. He's a masterful storyteller. I'm just using this as an example, mm-hmm. like Brian Vaughn. Yeah, of course, fantastic storyteller. But the man knows how to
0: like shock you. Oh, Mark Miller. Malin- one of the Mark best. Miller,
1: yeah. Also, kind of a little bit of a shock jockey in the way that he does stuff. Two of the best, right
0: there. Two <laughs> of the best at,
1: at at doing that kind of thing. But um, I think sometimes we get a little bit reliant on just like what I can do to make someone's jaw drop by flipping a page. Right. A, and in, instead of just relying on the, the characters to tell the story, storytelling yeah. elements, you know, that makes and sense. so, and th- don't get me wrong. There's times where you need to shock the audience. Oh, like, yeah. Holy crap. What, you know, but Cause it works. It does. A lot of the time it works, but yeah. um, I think, you know, uh, that it, it can be overdone a lot today. So, um, yeah, depending you know, on the book, but yeah,
0: depending on the book for sure. So, okay. So, these two questions kind of go together, Um, not c- counting recently, because recently you've been so busy with work and whatnot. So, it kind of goes into, how mm-hmm. often do you read, and what does your collection look like on a normal basis?
1: Okay. Uh-huh. Th- th- that's an interesting question. So, I, I try to read at least an issue a day.
0: Even with what's going on Even in life? Even with what's now? going okay. on.
1: I mean, sometimes it doesn't happen. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, for the most part, I can find myself 20 minutes to sit down and enjoy a comic. Sure. For the most part. Um, next week, it probably won't happen. Yeah. This <laughs> <it's> a busy <laughs> week. Um, but I try to read one of uh, – I get through a couple a week, okay, or a few, yeah. I should say a few a week. Um, my pull list is very large, so there's a lot of books that I have piling up. Hmm. Um, my collection actually looks really weird. I have a ton of absolute editions by DC. <laughs>
0: Big old hardcovers. Um, I have,
1: if there's any type of special edition hardcover that's been put out Yeah. Um, of a series or a particular character or whatever. Superman, Batman. Yeah. yeah. I, I probably have it. I have a lot of like collector oversized hardcover edition type stuff in terms of individual comics. That's where things get a little wonky.
0: Yeah. Do you have boxes? Do you have bookshelves? What do you, what do you I have boxes. boxes? Okay.
1: So I have a couple of long boxes. I have uh Scott Snyder's entire uh, new 52 Batman run. Great I have run. Jeff. Yeah. yeah. I have Jeff Johns Aquaman short Aquaman run. Yeah. I have his entire new 52 justice league run. Um, missing his green lantern run. You know why? Cause that started <laughs> when I was out. 2002. Of, yeah.
0: I have it. I have it all in trades, but I don't yeah. have singles.
1: I need to, one of my projects eventually, because I have, I'm, I'm hoping they release them all in absolutes. I don't think it's going to happen. There's a few of them. Yeah, well, Blackest Night is an absolute. Yeah. I have that. Sinestro, Sinestro Core War, War is absolute. And Re- Green Lantern Rebirth. Yeah. They put all of those in absolutes, which I have. Yeah. Um, those are the big ones. But they released three volumes, in three volumes, that are omnibuses of his entire run. I'll probably just end up getting those. Wow. Yeah. It's so. worth owning, man. Yeah.
0: That That, like I've said it so many times, that is probably... It's one a of redefining the best, run. Well, just runs of comics period, yep. let alone superhero or anything. Yep. Just comics. Yep. <laughs> it's I, that good. I, I agree <laughs> from what
1: I've read. Yeah. I've read I haven't that. read all of it. It's, yeah. it's a, it's a task, but, um, so my, my individual comic collection is really just specific runs of, of things. When I was still teaching, what I would oftentimes do is if yeah. things started getting a little <laughs> dense in my room. <laughs> too many boxes, uh, too many <laughs> boxes and whatnot. Um, I kid you not, for a while, I had a nightstand made out of comic boxes that were full. <laughs> yeah, just like three by three or yeah. four by four? Yeah, <laughs> like four stacked up, kind of like two on the base, two yeah. on, the, on the top. Um, and it, it just started to take over my living space. And so <laughs> I, uh, I would start to reward students with boxes or runs of comics and things yeah. like that. i just kind of let them take their fill. Um, That's fun. I was like, still, hey, free comics, cool. Yeah. And, and I'd use it as motivation to yeah. be like, a like I know you like this if grind you, out this you scale can, if you can <laughs> show me that you're you can play whatever song we're working on XYZ yeah. you know like uh-huh. for uh, every kid wants to learn Metallica or whatever you know? <laughs> okay when we get to the end of this I'll hook you up with yeah. some some comics Um, and I you know it was just it was good motivation for them They they enjoyed it they enjoyed You know, coming to the lesson even more because they knew, like, if they worked, they were going to get rewarded. If I learn
0: this scale or this riff, I'm going to get a couple issues of comics. (laughs) And I got to offload, you know, like stuff
1: that was a win win. So, um, you know, and there's some stuff that I, I probably won't ever get rid of, like, you know the the yeah. runs that I that I want to have the memorable ones, um, yeah. and I have like a couple super major Superman runs out of that as well. Even though it wasn't as critically acclaimed as some of the other stuff that was. But if there. you enjoy it? it doesn't but yeah, matter. there's some there's some ones that are that still mean you know something to me. So I held
0: on to those. Okay, right on. So then uh, this is kind of going to get very specific. Okay, if you have a favorite comic issue or moment in a comic, and what. Is that, or it could be multiple, like, or like, even maybe not a specific character, just like, what was your favorite issue and or moment in a comic?
1: In a comic.
0: Oh my gosh. Like something memorable that you're like, man, I can always go back to that. And like, that's one of my favorite things. Um... I know that's a deep question, Because yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot.
1: Also, yeah. um, when Superman is fighting Doomsday in Death of Superman, um, and that's one that, of the
0: most famous ones. Yeah, yeah and, and
1: that's this is an easy one for me yeah. because it was such an it was a kind of one of those impressionable moments for me. Yeah. Because at the time, I kept thinking like, "There's got to be like a trick. There's no way they're killing Superman. Not dead. <laughs> he <didn't> die. He's <laughs> yeah. Superman. Yeah. That that double splash page that Dan Jurgens did of Superman." hitting doomsday doomsday hitting superman at the same time okay the the, the double punch the double there. punch yeah. where they they essentially end the fight you know yeah. kind of thing um and metropolis is just wrecked and all the other superheroes are jacked up and whatnot like that's one of those moments where you're like he yeah. just made the ultimate sacrifice yeah like oh my gosh you know like soup snow he's dead so yeah <laughs> um that's one of those moments that i love in comics um like that i'll i'll you know, that story yeah. of just, and that's another, and that'll tie into the, the question you asked earlier about what themes I like that yeah. heroic sacrifice, There you go. me, but you know, you before me, like, you know, kind of thing I'll do what I have to take to make sure that everybody else makes it, yeah. you know, kind of thing. That's Greater like, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one of those themes that I really like too. And you know why I like the big blue boy scout. Yeah. So, um, so that was one of those ones I think I was like, I want to say
0: 10 and it just stands out for the rest of your life. Yeah. Just That moment. Yeah. So that, yeah. that
1: was one of them, um, but that's, that's older. Let's see if I can pull out like a more, uh, <laughs> okay. a more, a current one. Um, the moment in Jeff Johns justice league run. Okay. Justice league. So that's Origin, pretty recent. Volume yeah. one. Okay. okay dark side. Uh, it wasn't actually the appearance of dark side. It was, it was when uh, the first two issues, essentially Batman and green lantern meet and Batman's like, uh, or green lantern's like, Holy crap, you're Batman. You're real because remember this is what before the league knew each other and, okay and Hal's like you're real because he had just no come rumors out yeah. and and he's like yeah and you're too freaking bright you need to turn it down you know kind of thing because he was like illuminating everything wait so at
0: night. oh because this is flashpoint i forgot i'm like wait this really? is right after yeah, flashpoint yeah.
1: yeah into justice league issue one right. of jeff johns's new 52 run and then at the end of that first issue Everybody thinks Superman's like this evil alien at first because yeah. it's they're all going off of rumor, like hey, because he had just emerged, right? And so Hal being Hal is all like headstrong and cocky. He's like, Pff. he's like, sit this one out, bats. I got this, and he just gets knocked through like several walls. And Superman thinks that these guys are bad guys because they're yeah. attacking him, and he emerges, and it's Jim Lee's pencils, and it's, so oh. it's just it's iconic yeah. looking, and he's just like. All right, guys. What's up? You know, he's there. Hal should take that way more seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and the the second issue is actually one of the I like even more than the first issue because it's it's the league trying to take on soups. and so there's very this, hard to do. <laughs> and there's this and it, there's this moment because you can tell like he's the good guy and he's like not trying to hurt anybody because that's one of the things I like about Superman is like yeah he's got all this power but he has to keep it under control. Always he's, holding back. He's he's got to be in control otherwise yeah. you know he could destroy. And so the Flash is like running around. He's like, "No one's ever been able to touch me." And he's like tracking him with his eyes, <laughs> and he just flicks him, and the Flash flies like into these dumpsters. That's a good stuff. moment. There's yeah. these great comedic moments yeah. that Jeff Johns plays with uh, between the characters, you know. Yeah. And um, so I really like the that moment. That kind of set up his run and just how it was going to be, like how there were going to be these lighter moments and how there were going to be these heavy moments and stuff. So and well, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. So that's one that stands out to me that I I love that 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 first. One of the I use that graphic novel to get people yeah. back into comics. I'm like, because hey, you don't need to know about Flashpoint; you can just start. Yeah, yeah, if you're interested in Justice League and you like DC, here's Justice League Volume One: Origin from the New Fifty Two. It's Jeff Johns and Jim Lee.
0: Yeah, you can't
1: really do much better.
0: Like, I don't. Th- I mean, debatably, yeah, but I mean, just for fact wise, no, it's yeah. like two of the best right there.
1: And if we're gonna go, if we're gonna go indie comics, um, okay. another one that stands out. More recently um, Is Black Monday Murders Okay If you're following that And you get to the interrogation Scene in the first volume When um, I can't remember the detective's name Off the top of my head But he's He's Mm -hmm. interviewing um, Victor the The Russian banker, yeah, and all the magic starts to happen and whatnot and the the Victor's attorney like starts to bang his head on the desk. I just remember that being like, what is
0: happening right now? <laughs> yeah it was
1: so creepy and so well done because that's a whole different kind of comic. Oh yeah.
0: That is a um, very mature comic. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh East
1: to West when The Ranger shows up for the first yeah, time. We were just talking about that the other yeah. day. <laughs> so that was at the forefront of my mind right there. So I mm. love those moments. Those are all great. Mo- and there's there's so many more. Yeah. It's tough to pick like just you one because one, I love yeah. this genre. You know? But just to get
0: a few so yeah. you know, the listeners they can be like, okay, he likes these type of things, you know. Yeah. So okay. And then so tell me from the past, what would be some of your favorite series? that are no longer going that are no longer going yeah
1: oh man um
0: i don't know if <sighs> <laughs> i know that's kind of tell you i gotta think that, that's a tough one yeah. um
1: well i'll tell you some ones that are, that have ended sure that yeah. i mean they they went to a conclusion it wasn't yeah. like they were canceled
0: peter panzerfoss yeah that, like, like that's a good example yeah.
1: um that's a fantastic series not enough people read that. People, people need to be up on that because um, that was if you like Peter Pan, um, yeah, it's Peter Pan in World War Two, and I don't mean like you know the Disney Peter Pan like <laughs> you know kind of thing. And and he's you have to read it. Yeah, it takes that that the heroism and the once again that sacrifice and yeah. the redemption stuff. But it's grounded. In, in yeah. gra- and it grounds it in World War II. Yeah. And there's elements of that because you see like how hard World War II was for the people that were in Europe. Yeah. And Peter is an American boy that goes to serve his country and fight and help, you know, keep uh, the Lost Boys are orphans in Paris. Um, it's such a good idea. Man. Oh, dude, yeah, it's it's like- <laughs> and, and how he shows up and how he saves them yeah. and why they're devoted to Peter. Um, it's so well done. It, it, it pulls on all the right heartstrings and it, it gives you a couple of gut punches here and there. in the feels. But <laughs> it, it, it totally does. But at the same time, it's Peter Pan. He's still yeah. always smiling. He's still always like, I we got to save the day. The hope. The hope yeah. is there, you know, yeah. kind of thing. So it's one of those series. It only went 25 issues.
0: It just recently uh, ended too. Not uh, the yeah, there
1: was. Well, it recently ended because there was a huge delay between like the last two or three issues. Yeah. Um, But I can't sing that that. The, I can't sing the praises of that series enough either. That's another one that was just underrated and should have been a lot yeah. more popular. They put out one hardcover, I believe the first 10 issues of that. Yeah. And it didn't sell well enough for them to even put out a second hardcover. They just put out trades. Yeah, And I know that because I asked on social media, uh, Curtis Weeb, the, the writer. Okay. I was like, "Hey, is there ever going to be a, a you know, hardcover 2, or, three, two yeah. or hardcover 3 or an omnibus of the whole thing?" And he mm-hmm. his reply was, "Sadly, it didn't sell enough for it to warrant that, being that done." Sucks. And that hurts because that yeah. series is 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 so good. And not enough people are reading. And yeah. not enough people knew about it, you know. Yeah. So that's one of them that ended that um I I always really enjoyed um Manhattan Projects. Oh
0: the first the first series that uh, the series (laughs) it just disappeared because it turned into something else it turned into
1: man it was manhattan projects and then manhattan projects sun beyond the stars right it kind of shifted the focus it didn't end the first one it just shifted the focus
0: it like because the book turned into this new thing yeah and with the
1: same but it was the same set of characters but that had gone off on this a separate journey
0: yeah that book's I mean, over my head, man. It <laughs> there's a, That was
1: my introduction to Jonathan Hickman. And <laughs> yeah. that was one of those things where I was like, there's a lot of crap happening here. A lot of stuff. There's a lot of moving parts, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was yeah. one of those, it's an alternate history, you know, kind of thing. That's
0: the, uh, for me, the wild storm. Like, I don't know what's going on, but it's good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, and just think of that, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, um, so that was one that just ended out of the clear blue. And I don't it know ended if it just, or just, it just stopped. stopped. Okay. Let me put it that way. It just stopped. And there was no word on hiatus. There was no word on like, because I mean, if it, if the last issue that I read was the end, was there a that's conclusion? a messed up ending. Did, <laughs> yeah. what, so, was there a cliffhanger? Like, um, it ended with two of the characters like falling into the sun. Just, <laughs> it just was, like, like that was what, the last what, page what, was yeah. them like literally like their flesh being burned off. Like, in, it's this big sci fi thing, yeah. Okay, and, I, and that was the last page, and you're like, What just it, happened? It, is, is that a
0: conclusion? <laughs> <Yeah. What happened? laughs> is, is so we're getting any like final words here, it's like, just
1: like, So, Like, what just happened, Jonathan Akron? Uh, okay,
0: so those are the, I'm sure I could think of more if given enough time, but sure, you know, that are um, like finite, yeah. yeah so, then flip it, what are your favorite current series that are still ongoing, yeah, that are going right now. I know you named some that you're go, your your yeah. go tos, but what are your actual favorites? My favorites, 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 okay. So once again, I'm gonna plug the Wildstorm.
1: Yeah, um, that's go- that's going for 24 issues, but uh, Warren Ellis said that once it hits 24, it's becoming another book. Which we have it's no gonna, idea what yeah, this thing it's, is. he's <laughs> basically laying the groundwork for the Wildstorm universe, and so uh, the Wildstorm is going to become something else. And I love those characters right now. Yeah.
0: Um, It's really good. I just, like, I read the first volume, I'm about to read the second volume, and it's just. And just okay. for, for anybody that's
1: that's that's curious, Matt texted me. He's like, hey, I picked up volume one, yeah. and I don't have a clue what's going on. And I was like, bro, neither do I. <laughs> like, in case you were wondering, like, I'm not privy to any special information. Like, all of it's new. It's a yeah. new take on a lot of these 90s characters. Sure. Um, and the origins and all that. So yeah. I'm on the same ride that you are, you <laughs> know. And I, I remember texting you that, being like, don't worry, just keep following <laughs> It's good. It's one of those things like yeah. you might have to read twice to make sense and I li- I kind of like that because yeah. it, when stuff's spoon-fed to me sometimes um it kind of takes the fun out of right. it because it's, sometimes it's nice to have that mystery and like have to really analyze something, you know. Right. Um so I'll plug that book again. Um I don't want to plug Doomsday Clock again because that's a 12 issue series. That's going to end. Yeah, that's like a maxi. Um thing. I really like I've been really liking um, Tom King's run on Batman. Okay. Um. And I. And this is weird because There's a little I, rocky start there it, though. It yeah. a, and oh. if people that listen to the show know that I had a really weird thing with with the way that King started his Batman run. Um. And there were other stuff at the time that I when I was reading it, I was just like, I don't get where you're at. And that was my deal. That wasn't yeah. Tom's deal. Tom is clearly. Had an idea of like yeah, he's there's a reason he's a freaking writer and I'm not okay. Yeah. I'm just a reader, you know, and I'm always gonna state that. So if ever I have a problem with something or whatnot, they like know better
0: than I do. It's, yeah, yeah, it's
1: more probably just the fact that I don't get it, right? You know, or I have a preference that that doesn't <laughs> fit into. So I'm not gonna knock him, you know, for for being and doing what he does best. Um, but yeah, it just wasn't working for me the first couple story arcs, like
0: the first two trades or something like that. Yeah, yeah. something
1: like that. Yeah. But then. There was this shift after the button. Okay, that crossover. Yeah. He did that first issue, and then I think Williamson took did over the, the other next three.
0: Three, yeah. Oh my god, the first issue though—that was. T- by for- the way, where's my trade for that? Like, there's still no soft. There's cover. There's no soft cover. Up? No. I they haven't. Must, I've yet to read it because there's no soft cover. So I'm thinking. I, I just need to buy
1: that. Yeah, I can loan you the hardcover. But well, like
0: I want it though. Oh yeah. I would <laughs> yeah. just recommend getting. There are a few DC things I actually buy. But yeah. I want that. I would definitely <laughs> recommend getting that one. Just no soft but, cover,
1: man. But anyway he
0: figured. To me, he got
1: he got to a space where I was like, "Oh, I get what you're doing with Eclipsed. Batman." Yeah, yeah. I I guess my oh. mental space shifted over. Excuse me, or shifted oh. over, I should say and i finally started digging what he was doing and i and i i'm not going to say that i love i love love his first couple story arcs but everything he's done past Built that, off that yeah. oh my god it's so good okay it's like he found his for me he found his stride he he hooked me gotcha and now i'm hanging on every issue
0: i can't do a lot with these rebirth like number 1s are like now on volume 8s yeah. I don't see them going, if they're still the same team, much longer than that. Because that's a long time. They're already some past them, 50 issues.
1: Some of them ha- have already played musical chairs yeah. and shifted up. But like his? King, yeah. King is planning on doing 100 plus issues. He has an end point in mind.
0: That's a lot of issues. A he
1: originally just planned for 100 issues. But because Joshua Williamson did did a couple yeah. with the crossover, he's going to be at like hundred. 102 so he wants or a 100, sh- 100 of him. Yeah. yeah, he's got a set plan for his Batman, run, wow, which I can, I can appreciate.
0: Because like even like the long running guys like Venditti on Green Lantern stuff so that was fifty and then they're off. Yeah, or, you know. And yep. but like he's. But but
1: to be fair, vinditi's also been writing Hal since fifty two.
0: So he has a lot of. It. He's he had, he's got like five years under his belt. Yeah, yeah. Because Jeff Johns only did the first three volumes and there's ten volumes. Yeah. So he did seven of those and then. Six of the Reavers. So, yeah. dd has been a good steward of the Green Lantern. <laughs> he universe. rides Hal just as well as Jeff. Yeah. So anyway, um,
1: he's an under—he you know—he's an underrated writer right now because oh, yeah. he's doing damage too, right? And Hawkman—he's doing, Man, Man. He's doing Ho- Hawkman's really good. Yeah. I'm behind yeah. on damage. Um, that's a, a lot of the DC New Age of superheroes yeah. kind of got kicked. I want to check North out Sideways. Bed. Sideways is really enjoyable. Uh, I really—he mm. is. Mm. Uh, I don't like drawing but it inevitably happens and i don't like drawing comparisons to other you know like marvel but yeah he is is the dc spider-man yeah which i love (laughs) spider-man you're gonna love it because he's young um he's relatable he's a relatable kid he's plucky like pete um he's a his part of his backstory he's adopted oh that's cool you know um and so um he's this adopted kid and he's he's his mom you know cares for him just as much as you know uh as if she he was his her own. Yeah. You know, so they they really kind of build on that relationship and he loves his mom. I think you know? I will wait for the streaming service. That'll be out soon. I'll just oh, yeah. binge it all. Yeah. <laughs> um so uh but that's a really great series. I yeah. I, I just I wish I had more time in this yeah, Bef- before you when I was teaching I could resources. I could Binge through my pull because yeah. typically, you know, I'd have time at work or I'd have I'd go in late one day or I'd be offered because when you're teaching and whatnot, it's up, to it's, it's yeah. up to, <laughs> partly up to me and it's partly up to who shows up. Yeah, you know, and if they show up on time or if they show yeah. up at all. <laughs> yeah, so you know, there'd be sometimes where I'd be going in late because I had cancellations. There'd be times I'd go home early because yeah. I had cancellations. So, so it's so like it let me read it, some comics. <laughs> yeah, it made it really easy to stay on top of my pull. Oh list, yeah, dude. So.
0: I, I mean. I'm having trouble, and I only read trades. I'm having trouble staying. I have a stack in there, and then Rogers still has some at the shop. I'm like, like yeah. including the Invincible Compendium oh, 3. I'm like, that's going to take me a that's month. That's one that I yeah. sad ended. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. Invincible. Invincible ending hurt. Like, I, I love that but series. I finished the second one last summer or mm-hmm. the summer before that even. yeah. So I'm like, I think I need to reread it. To yeah. Catch up on the third I omnibus. Mean,
1: I think you'd be fine, <laughs> but I, I kind of remember. But it's, it's one like of those yeah, things that the so journey
0: worth is it. worth it. Invincible, so good. So man. yeah,
1: I'm 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 glad you said Invincible because I forgot about that. Oh dude, I love yeah. I love that, a that one. series and that one hurt when it ended. And as far as other series, that I forgot. I got yeah. I have to mention like in terms of series, yeah. it's kind of ongoing right now, but. With breaks, sure. Lady Mechanica.
0: Oh, that's one of your favorites. That's one of my
1: favorite indie books. Um, it's steampunk. Uh, Lady Mechanica is a fantastic character.
0: I personally don't like steampunk. I know. At all. I get it. It's but it's I'm a, sure it's, a, it's
1: good. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing for some people. They're like, okay, kind of science fiction, yeah. cybernetic type like, stuff, but cyberpunk tor- too, like Blade Runner. Tor- yeah, no. I you know uh-huh. what? I haven't uh-huh. watched enough cyberpunk stuff to really know if I like it or not. I've seen some things I like and some things I haven't. Yeah. But um and I'm not that, that I'm some big steampunk right. connoisseur either. I just really love a good story. That story, I love the way he writes her. Um cuz I think sometimes guys tend to overwrite strong female characters sure. for and the he, point of writing them, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, she's she's this total like, you know, badass." And and they kind of overplay it and it's like, "Okay,
0: I get it." Instead of just making them a good character yeah. and like
1: um, he found this balance with that character that I really, really enjoy. Like, yeah, she's tough and she can take out bad guys, but not, not to the point where I feel like you're a dude in a woman's, you know, right? it's not over comedy. the top. It's, it's, it's just it's like, fitting. Okay. I, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. He just, he, she feels real. Yeah. You know, and that's the best way to write. Um, yeah. So, and, and plus I love his art. I love the way he draws the steampunk stuff. It just, cause it's, it's he pencils and scripts, right? Yes, he did mm-hmm. hire a uh, a writer mm-hmm. to work with him. Okay. He so I think right now he's kind of like plotting and he's getting scripts from his writer. Like, all right, here here's the ABBB B beats, yeah. hit those write script. They yeah. they work together on kind of plotting it out and then he gets a full script from the guy and, and then and pencils all it all. Pencil. Does but he ink written, and color or No, he okay. I think um oh, I can't it's a it's a legendary colorist that kind of works with him. I think it's Steigerwald or Steigerwald. Okay. Um, and then I don't know who inks. I don't know if he inks or if, if somebody else does Maybe that just form, back and But forth. with how detailed his pencils are, it really surprised me. Yeah. I mean, um, the art's really good yeah. from what I've seen. Yeah. I love the way he draws all that stuff, dude. He... he, he I think that's partly why
0: I really dig that steampunk-y kind of element. Yeah. And that kind of answers both questions, like past and current, because it keeps coming back. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it it
1: technically hasn't ended. It's just he puts out... What he does is he puts out a story arc, and then he takes a break for a couple months, because the the dude is hyper-detailed. Yeah. There's no ads in his books. Yeah. You know... They're self-published, too, right? It's self-published. It's his own thing. It's Joe Benitez, Lady Mechanica. It used to be on Aspen... They wanted to retain the the rights to the character. He was nah. like, nah, screw that!" <laughs> yeah. And he got into a legal battle. And there's like seriously years between right. issues at one point. And when he finally won that legal battle, he started cranking out
0: yeah. issues again. This was like two years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. it was a
1: handful of years ago. Yeah. And and um, so it's not that it ever ends. It's still always going. But he just what he does is he does like a story arc, and it builds off of the last thing you read and the right. last thing you read and all that. So, um, you know, you're gonna typically get. Maybe eight to ten issues of Lady Mechanica a year. there's a couple months in the middle. Yeah, there, yeah, sometimes less if he's got if he does like a lot of con stuff and whatnot. Yeah, you makes know, sense. He's put out a couple of three part story arcs, gone away for a couple months, come back with another one. Uh, he'll put out a six part story arc. Yeah, things like it just depends on what the story is. That's the other thing right. I like is he doesn't try to like I have to do. Six, six, yeah. or five, or yeah. whatever he puts out. Whatever he feels the story is, takes a break, comes back with another good story, and it always feels complete. I don't ever feel shortchanged in that book.
0: That's great because then so. you like you feel like you're getting your bang for your buck. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So then, all right. This is gonna be some recommendations from each Marvel and DC in one indie book. Recommend one of each a book one to one of like each? a new reader from each publisher. So like any indie publisher, one DC book and one Marvel book to anyone wanting to. Dive into those publishers. Recommend one book. Okay. Uh, so from from
1: just or from DC, I'm just gonna say Justice League because yeah. you're gonna get a little bit of everybody. The brand new one, right? The brand new one with Scott Snyder. It's really fun. I yeah. enjoy it. Um, like I said, I'd always recommend uh, Jeff Johns' Justice League Volume One: Origin with Jim Lee yeah. pencils. So if you know if you want to get start there, you can also and just go through that whole run. Yeah. But if you want to be current. Like yeah. right now, what's going on? Um, I like how kind of Scott Snyder seems to be kind of taking the the tone of the yeah. old Justice League cartoon, the Bruce Tim one, sure, and kind of putting it in print. And um, Jim Chung did the first issue. And Jorge Jimenez has done the next three. They're both awesome. It's such a fun feel when you read it too. And like it's, you know, the world is ending, but we're the Justice League. And he like
0: invented a new Green Lantern. The spectrum. It was
1: the Indigo, or not Indigo, the um, Ultraviolet. Ultraviolet spectrum. That's
0: alright Scott Snyder, you got my attention. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and he's doing he's not just doing like you know this like Justice League versus. he brought back the Legion of Doom yep you know so that hits like some of the nostalgic stuff but at the same time it makes me excited because he's doing some new stuff with it Sinestro's yep. got this plan where he's turning like most of the people into the world or on the world into Sinestro's the, back somehow yeah like, he's been dead some three
0: times there's an ultraviolet <laughs>
1: core and it's just it's going nuts Dux Luthor's got this plan to like take over it, it's just going bonkers it's fun. it's bananas yeah Okay, so, um, but it and it just started. Yeah. So, um, you could read that, and I, I think you'd be, you know, pretty satisfied, because, like think I so. said, yeah. you've got all the, if you're familiar with the cartoon, you've got that lineup. You've got Jon Stewart. You've got uh, yeah. Clark, Diana, uh, Bruce. Uh, Bruce um, Barry. Barry yeah. is in there. Wally's kind of poking in and out here and there. Hot Girl. Hot Girl is, yeah. is back. Yeah. Um, Martian, Martian Manhunter, yeah. which is, that's another reason why I really, so it, yeah. it's hitting those Cause notes. he doesn't have his own book. So no, um, from, so, from Marvel. Yeah.
0: recommend Mark. Cause you only read a couple Marvel books on like yeah. on the regular. It's,
1: it's tough. Mm. I would say recently it just came out in trade too. I think, um, Gail Simone did Domino. Oh, she did like a mini series of Domino, yeah. I think. I don't know if it's a mini series or it's ongoing. It just started um, not that long ago. Yeah, yeah. I I, I want to say that if it's ongoing, the first trade is out by now. Sure, that mm-hmm. one was really good. Yeah. Um, or uh, if you want to be like current, current on something, Spider Man. Yeah, Amazing Spider Man. Ryan right. I, I Look, <laughs> I'm not a fan of Nick Spencer.
0: Neither am I. well oh, I, I like Morning Glory. Morning Glory is really good, but I that's wish it would it. come back.
1: I do morning glories for you has to feel like just lost nostalgia (laughs) because that's like
0: so good. I
1: love lost. It's a spiritual (laughs) successor (laughs) to lost,
0: but it's so good. But Nick Spencer is the worst writer in terms of being constant and consistent.
1: What's weird is he (laughs) was for a while and then he fell off. Then he brought it back and was really good. And then he brought it back and just
0: disappeared. Anything that's not Marvel. He can't, do like that book because it ended that was the only one he stayed with and bedlam just bedlam
1: just disappeared
0: the Uh, fix was it the the fix fix. did that just stop out of nowhere yeah it did one trade
1: (laughs) and then a couple issues of the next story arc yeah and and so it's like
0: but like but morning glory specifically like it did 10 trades 50 issues and, and it
1: ended on a freaking cliffhanger. Yeah.
0: And none of the questions are answered. So Some it, of
1: them were, if you really well, like. Or, but I mean. None of the, the big ones. The big ones, yeah. And so
0: it's like, there's no announcement of a new series. There's no announcement of it continuing. It just stopped. Yeah. And he hasn't, he's not talking about it. Yeah, it's painful. Uh, so, but Spider-Man. It,
1: but he's yeah. on Spider-Man. Um, and the reason I'm going to, I'll pimp that book is because Ryan Otley. He's he really was, good. He was the artist from Invincible. That man's got a gift. I could... Uh, and it, he's one of those guys that he grew up loving Spider-Man. And you can and it tell... Fits. It fits so well. You can tell he yeah. loves Spider-Man in the way that he panels and the way that he draws Spider-Man. Yeah. Um. So, and that's... There were only two issues into that series. Yeah, just you know, issue like, two
0: came out this week.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, if you want to read... I know he's going to be on for the entire first story arc. Then Humberto Ramos is going to take over for story arc. Oh, is
0: he? They're going to alternate. So okay. that's what I kind of wish Ramos would do something else, but it's still good. But yeah, <laughs> but
1: if you could think of another artist to be a companion with, that fits. They're both that toony
0: style. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think Ryan's a little bit more refined in, in yeah. not being super cartoony. Yeah. But at the same time, he he's got a little bit more balance. Humberto Ramos is full on like Saturday morning cartoon (laughs) kind of look. His looks like But I'm not complaining. Yeah. I'm not complaining because there's elements of Humberto Ramos that I really love. Yeah. Um but this is from Ryan Otley. You know, he's gonna he's gonna do with it being bi-weekly. Yeah. He's gonna do a story arc, then it's Humberto Ramos. And I don't know if there's gonna be another artist, but Ryan Otley. Because they're
0: doing a big Spider-Man event too. So
1: Ryan Otley is on Spider-Man. He's not going anywhere, but it's giving him time to put art together for a so you're getting ryan otley for a full story art yeah
0: well because if you do two a month that that takes a lot of time yeah two months you need to catch up
1: yeah and i mean they had ryan otley draw just about every marvel character they could (laughs) in the first
0: (laughs) spider-man even on like issue that he did the first covers like every villain yeah i'm not like
1: if you (laughs) flip through that book you saw it yeah it's like everybody uh, (laughs) in the marvel universe like on a splash page yeah it's
0: so yeah, I'm sure he loved it, but oh, it yeah. takes a lot of time to do that. <laughs> he's and he's a
1: quality artist. Yeah. So, um, okay. but, uh, but, um, yeah. And then I'm, an
0: indie book, <sighs> any publisher. Oh, That's so tough. Oh. recommend something. Like if you're new, like, oh, I want to get into indie books. What's one that you recommend?
1: Typically, um, I always love recommending an image book of some sort. Depending Ridge on is a good publisher, you know, the, because you're gonna get a ton of original ideas. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of do this. Look, I, I, talked a lot about Lady Mechanica. Yeah. Get Lady Mechanica Volume One or get the hardcover because I think it's got. Um, I might have two story arcs in it. I'm not sure. Yeah, cool. But start with at the beginning of Lady Mechanica. You've got like maybe three or four volumes, five volumes, something they've like been, that. They've been, they've been chugging. Something like that. Um, that you can get, and it's well worth your money. Um, and that's that's just a self-published thing. Uh if you want to do an image book. East of West is really tough to follow at times, I think, oh, yeah. for new people. But it's the payoff is so worth it, like when you get to certain points in yeah. that series.
0: Because once you get to like year two, it's like, oh yeah. man, this There's is really so cool. much going on. Yeah. There's
1: so many cool characters, so many moving yeah. parts that are just it's really fun. I can't wait to see that become a series. I don't know
0: how any production studio is going to pull that off, but I want they it. can try. Amazon's <laughs> going to dump some money into yeah. it, dude. That's um, going to be very expensive. Yeah, but it's going to be so
1: worth it if yeah. they do it right. If they do it right. If they do it right. Um, so I'll, I'll recommend. East to West. That's a good one. East to West. Um, I think that's what Roger recommended too. you <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. I should probably do a different one. Because it's Roger. Let me, let me, let me, okay. I'll go back. Peter Pan's or Faust. That's a good one. Because yeah. Peter Pan, people are familiar enough with Peter Pan yeah. to know. Um, I believe it's five to six volumes, so it's not even a. It's long not that long. It's, it's yeah. twenty-five issues total. That's not okay? that long. Um, and it's so good. When you I when I got to the end way. of that, I was I was really like I don't want to say angry or or aggravated that it took so long to get out that final issue, and the final two issues. However long it was, like a year and a half between yeah. them, something like that. But oh my god, when I finally saw like th- how everything came full, full circle in one issue and how great it wrapped up You're just like yes. i was like oh my god <laughs> like it was a, it was just dude right in the feels yeah it was one of those so gotcha. i'll recommend that book um it's easy to get onto it's it's peter pan in world war ii you yeah. can't go wrong with it's peter such a Pan's good movie. concept too. Yeah. it's just like you okay. can't go wrong with the way that peter's written the way that the lost boys are written um it's such a great spin on such a classic story. Yeah. I uh,
0: I probably have to borrow that from you, by the way.
1: (laughs) And, and hook is in it, but it's commander Haken and he's a Nazi. I mean,
0: that's, that's a good little uh, twist there. (laughs) It's, it's really good. All right. All right. So, and then we've talked a lot about creative teams, which happens in the course of the show, even with the past episodes I've done. So favorite writers, favorite artists, favorite inker, favorite colorist. Roger had a hard time picking them because he just likes comics. He doesn't know names, but I know you're a name guy. You know names, so yeah. drop me some names.
1: Okay, obviously, uh, Jeff Johns, Jonathan Hickman, um, Rick Remender. Uh, these are writers, by yeah, the way. Writers, okay. so yeah, writers, so then yeah, you know. Know. artists. Um, oh, there's still so many other writers that I we've talked about. All right, give me some artists, some inkers, artists. colors. Okay, so artists... Um, Patrick Leeson, I love yep. the way he does soups. Uh Jason Fabok. Yeah. Ryan Otley. Um Nick Dragota. He doesn't get yep. enough
0: he doesn't get enough praise. Um Gary Frank. Gary oh God, <laughs> Gary Frank. I love <laughs> me some Gary Frank. And a lot of these guys do pencils and inks too. Yeah. So just a Um
1: you know, I had I have to say John uh John Boy Myers. Yeah. That's uh, Superman his, you got. I love his covers. I love those prints. Yeah. But shout out to Johnny for bringing back mm. a bunch of stuff from Comic Con for mm. me. Um Mitch Garrett's. Yeah. I love Mr. Miracle's stuff right now, dude. It, it, um, you know. And I'll I i got to say Tom King on the writers, Scott yeah. Snyder on the writers.
0: I know another one you love, David Marquez. <laughs> yes.
1: Dude Marquez <laughs> on is the Marvel so, side. Yeah. yeah, Marquez is so
0: good on he's the Marvel so side. So good.
1: Under underrated. I know he's he's been on a couple of event books and I know he's kinda but um oh They my don't God. use him
0: and when, when they should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's so good. I'd love to see him over at these. Oh Scott uh not Scott, um McNiven,
0: ah, oh, Steve McNiven. Steve yeah, McNiven.
1: Yeah. Oh my God, McNiven at at, at Marvel also so tight. <sighs> Olivier Coipel. Oh, he's oh, one you, of my favorites. You want to <laughs> get into like some dope artists? Yeah, man. Oh, there's so many. There's so many guys that are just masters of the visual art. You know, like just putting yeah. pencil on paper. It's the
0: stylistically. Just yeah, and it just the have yeah. their
1: own thing. Like when you see it, you know who it is. Yep.
0: Greg Capullo, same way. Greg Capullo, yeah. It's like he, the style they draw, and just like, oh, I can see a cover. Yeah. That's him.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. Jorge Jimenez, same thing. He's got he's got a style. You yeah. know, like I, I love
0: that with a lot of those artists. Um, I think I'm like you. I like a lot of the the more realistic, like proportionate, grounded style. Where like like the Marquez, Gary Fa- Frank, uh, yeah. Jason Fabok, where it looks real. Like Jim Lee, is, yeah, Jim Lee, like. I like a lot of those guys. They're very detailed, very realistic looking. Yeah. And and I,
1: but I love the guys that can mix it too,
0: you know? Ryan the Ryan and, Otley's. The Ryan Otley's
1: and things like that. And and the, hmm. it's not to knock any of the cartoonier stuff too, because, yeah. dude, that, like. Um, if it Rob, works, it's good. Rob Guillory. Okay. How's um, he done? Chew.
0: Oh yeah, okay. Which, yeah. Uh,
1: shout out to another recommendation. If you want something weird and off the wall, I never read you. Oh, read the first. <laughs> you'll know through the first issue if you're into it or not. Okay. But give it a full, I heard. It's good. Give it a full first trade. <laughs> yeah. It's it went sixty issues.
0: I know we reviewed um, it on the show. So go, that, go listen to our review. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and that was that was actually when that was kind of sad ended too because it was just so bizarre. Yeah. It it's super cartoony looking, but it's a mature book and it's just weird. Is that
0: sixty issues? Yeah. So it's it's a good it's a solid long one, but it's pretty good from what I hear. Solid
1: mm. read. Um, it's, it, that's a whole you know <laughs> extra segment we could do on that one. That one's well worth your time and whatnot. But um, but anyway, point making is that guy's yeah. super cartoony, but yeah. I love his style. Yeah, it fits what he does. Right, that's um, you know, Nick Goat, I wouldn't say is super realistic. It's very smooth. you know, yeah. in the way that he draws a lot of stuff in East to West, but it
0: works it's very fitting for the universe itself. Yeah. yeah. You know, any uh, inkers or colorists you want to shout um, out? Those are a little more. Those unknown, are the ones that yeah. that
1: I have a harder time remembering. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say, um, I think his his last name's Friend. He's a colorist oh, that's okay. working yeah. a lot with David Finch, um, and a couple of other guys. Yeah, uh, I I talking about. Um, I I can't remember his first name for the la- but his his last name's Friend. Okay. Um, Matt Banning. He goes. His he usually signs his stuff when he colors something. Bat. B A T. Oh, cool. B A T T. He he colors a lot for um, Tony Daniel. All
0: right.
1: And and that's oh. another artist I should mention that Tony I love Dan- is yeah. I love Tony Daniel. He's too. he's cool.
0: He's the one you talk to, right? Yeah. <laughs> Tony
1: Daniel is such a cool dude. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: I lo- I love that guy. Yeah. Uh,
1: I love his pencils. I love what he does. Um, and he he's one of those guys that is just super appreciative of his fans. Yeah. Now
0: down to earth is being like with your fans. Is yeah.
1: Makes it even um, better.
0: And I know once I
1: leave here and we finish this interview, I'm going to yeah. think of a thousand <laughs> more <laughs> artists that I love and all these guys that just put in work. Yeah. You know? Um, but, but I know he, like I got to spring it on you. So, yeah. you know, the thing yeah. on top of your head. Um, so, I love Tony Daniel. His colorist is typically Matt Banning. Uh, okay. he, like I said, he signs his stuff as BATT. Sure. That's time. a cool. B-A-T-T, or B-A-T-T. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Um, and he's done some uh, some colorist uh, colorist work for other guys, too. I, I can't remember all the Most them. of the time
0: artists like stick with the same guy. Yeah, they like, oh, Peter yeah.
1: Steigerwald, he's a co- I believe he's a colorist. Um okay, what does he do? I believe he does Lady Mechanica for Joe oh, nice. DTS and he's he's okay. also an Aspen colorist. He's done a lot of okay. stuff. I think he yeah. did a lot of Michael Turner stuff. Maybe. Okay. I uh, don't quote me on that. Sure. I might somebody's gonna listen Someone's to this and probably here, be right. like what's that guy talking <laughs> about? <laughs> yeah. Um then there's uh, uh um oh my god, Jim Lee uses the same guy. Yeah. all the time for coloring and i can't remember that dude's name. He's pretty he's, good. He's dope. Yeah. Um cuz i got to sit and actually listen to him talk about his process. He actually started off as an artist but everybody was like dude you're super sick at coloring. It's,
0: I like, like his palette. Like, yeah, sometimes his palette, you can tell the palette, yeah.
1: I mean he I, i'm pretty sure he, he he did hush. Oh man. Yeah. That's
0: like super tonally yeah, like specific. But he
1: also uh, he also did Superman Unchained with Jim Lee. Like I love.
0: I really liked Unchained. Yeah, a lot of people didn't. I liked it. I liked it too.
1: <laughs> I wish Scott Snyder and Jim mm. Lee had the time to finish because you can kind of tell they are kind of rushing yeah. that story. But um, oh my God, I cannot believe I can't remember that guy's okay. name. It's well, we'll move on, the and then well, if you yeah. remember
0: it, we'll go back. Okay, so the this we're getting towards the end here. See, so this last couple are going to be more like opinions and stuff. So okay. This kind of jumps into uh, other forms of media. How do you feel about comics kind of taking over the world right now? I think it's
1: a double-edged sword. Okay. Okay, and I'm not going to lie. I Mm. love it. Yeah.
0: I do love Mm. it because
1: I love this medium. I I don't think Mm. comics are ever going to get replaced. Yeah. I think, you know, to some extent Mm. there's something about the paper. Yeah. And, and just reading and, and, and a story. It, yeah. you know. And I get digital's big digital. Everything's going digital, and it's easy. I never thought I'd be a digital music guy yeah. until I realized how much space CDs took up. <laughs> you know, the albums take up a lot of room. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, or even records. And yeah. and but then again, vinyls made a comeback. People love the, that that so feel weird, dude. It's so of so
0: weird. I don't understand as a music guy like vinyl from quality, the, from wise, the quality wise. Quality wise, yeah, worse. but
1: but. There's a certain tonal quality to it that
0: people yeah. connect to. And then the collectorism then of, the collector yeah. of it. And then the collector of it. And then
1: there is a certain mystique that it has when you pull it out and you have to, like, dust it off yep. and you have you to have be to careful. Yeah. Not change so your needles. Change yeah. your needles. Yeah. There's a certain, you know, like I said, kind of mystique to doing all of that that people, I think, have fallen yeah. in love with. Yeah, But, yeah, as a sound guy, a lot of people are like, oh, vinyl sounds so much better. And I'm like, well, no, no not technically because digital, like, you're going to get clearer sound from yeah. this." But there's a certain quality yeah. tonally – that I get why people like it. It's same the thing, dip- comics. Yeah, Yeah. you know, and it, it just even as a guitar guy, there's yeah. solid state amps and there's tube amps. To me, tube is always going to be superior because there's a certain warmth to it. You,
0: the tone. But yeah. Solid but, state but that doesn't mean that solid state yeah. hasn't caught up to being
1: right. able to do something like yeah, that, you know. So that that's the same kind of argument.
0: Smelling a comic is n- like n- nothing else yeah. in the world, you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know that the ink on paper. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, and some manufacturers have a certain kind of paper, like Terry Moore. Yeah
0: abstract paper studios
1: stock. that paper stock that he uses it has a certain smell when you pull it out of the box yeah
0: like and you, you would know. <laughs> tree,
1: yeah it's weird like i don't know how to describe it when um mind management was going on yeah uh by uh matt kent uh, matt Kint. yeah ah, uh, that's once again, that's another series people should check out from start to finish. I've heard so many good things about it's that. It's <laughs> super tight. It's real. It'll mess yeah. with your head in terms of like, what is happening? But once right. you get to the end and you see the overall like arching story, it's fantastic. But that was another one that it was just on a different kind of paper stock. And it's just, yeah. it, the texture and the smell of that pulling it out of the box It was something unique. Yeah. So you then, know? so anyway, in, yeah. in terms of answering the overall question of you yeah. know, how do I feel about them taking over the world? Um, cause like everything's a
0: comic based on a comic book. Thesis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I've heard. I think this was Chris Johnson that said, you know, it's like a lot of these movie and um, television companies are kind of treating comics as an experimental storyboard, like spec scripts. Is that like yeah? yeah. yeah. Is that selling? Does that story work? Because they're getting essentially how a show could flow as a as a super high quality storyboard. Mark Miller, that's all he does. Yeah. He writes he's Netflix sold, pilots. He sold <laughs> Millerworld to Netflix. Yeah. So everything that he's ever published and is going to publish will end up on Netflix. It's all pilots.
0: You for, know, For for
1: a new show. And the <laughs> thing is, is he's not just doing superhero stuff. He's doing no. unique concepts. Heard, the magic order. Was I, it can't, good? Oh, Pal, dude,
0: Pal, I can't
1: oh dude. CoyPel, man. Dude, I can't wait for issue two. That's gonna be a the trade, tie. man. The trade. Yeah. And I can't wait to see that done on netflix
0: yeah i, I it'll happen you know it'll it, happen it's it, it's going to well we're getting deadly class deadly you know? class uh-huh. is
1: a sci-fi movie you know so i we're
0: getting last days of american crime uh, like <laughs> yes yeah, so, uh, excuse yeah.
1: me deadly class is going to be a series last yeah. days of american crime is going to be a movie which super those are tight. both
0: pretty recent too so it's um like, yeah you know and then we're just east, superheroes
1: east of west is going to be on amazon and then yeah, yeah obviously we have all the superhero stuff World
0: of dc mcu
1: yeah So, now, I said it was a double-edged sword. Yeah. My only concern is how much can they put out before it starts to, like, oversaturate? Yeah. Because what I don't want to have happen is it flood the market and then people get sick of it. Right. Well,
0: Roger's kind of thing was also saying, like, that's also shown the decline in comic book heroes is because, oh, I love Captain America, but I don't need to read Captain America. I'll just go see the next Captain America movie. Yeah. You know? So, it's like that kind of hurts comic books yeah. but you love comic characters yeah so. exactly mm.
1: and i kind of feel the same way yeah. you know as a fan mm. i'm never mm. not going to you know read a comic if i can especially yeah, if like there's a movie going on heck yeah i want to see it acted out on the big screen or on tv yeah and see all that stuff there's something special about each cuz each medium is a storytelling medium and right. i love good stories yeah. and i love certain characters there's some stuff that works on print that I don't think is going to really work on
0: screen yep. sometimes. Well, and that's why it was created in the medium. It was created. In. Exactly. Mm. There's some mm.
1: stuff that works mm. on TV. Excuse mm. me. Excuse me there. Um, there's some stuff that works on TV and in the movies that is never really going to translate well into a comic book per se. Yeah. It won't have the same impact.
0: Right. Because just the storytelling, you can't tell something you see in a panel doesn't work played out. Sometimes, yeah. You know,
1: sometimes, sometimes it just needs to be a panel. Yeah. You know,
0: or a line of dialogue, or like a box, or a thought bubble, or something. Yeah, it yeah. just works.
1: Um, so sorry, my throat's really dry. You're
0: good. Take it. Um, so no, yeah, that kind of answered the question, anyway. So
1: so yeah, that's my, kind of my opinion on. It. I don't, I don't think it's bad. Yeah, but it's just, I think it's it a double edged sword. Yeah. You know, you, I think they, the people that are making the extra content outside of the comic book medium. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll end this answer yeah. to this question with this because I know I've kind of rambled on it. Mm.
0: I think they just need to be careful not to overdo it, right, like I am so surprised at this point in time Marvel Cinematic Universe has not really came out with a shitty movie. There's been okay ones, but there's no you can't say that one is bad, which yeah. is super surprising, yeah, I would think by now we'd get a couple bad ones
1: yeah mm-hmm. i mean if if Iron Man mm-hmm. Two is the worst that you can get really out of your it's crop, just okay. And yeah.
0: that's it. Incredible Hulk, even that one's oh, not yeah.
1: bad. Incredible Hulk, I forgot about that one. I um, would
0: say it's not as good as any of the other ones, but I wouldn't no. say that is a bad movie. It's just no. okay. Ang mm-hmm. Lee's Hulk, that's different a different story.
1: Movie. <laughs> but that I don't think that was—you could really say that was part of the MCU.
0: Yeah, um, even the DC movies, though, I would say only Suicide Squad is an actually bad movie. B- BBS has its problems, but that's different. But Man of Steel. Uh, Wonder Woman, those are really good. Yeah. You know, they've been killing it recently. So it's yeah. like, so it's not too um, many bad ones. Yeah,
1: they've done a pretty mm. good job, and I, I'm looking forward to the tonal shift based off of what I've seen from the Aquaman trailer. Looks and from, good, and the Shazam trailer. Yeah, I'm um, excited. I'm excited for both those movies. They're um, different. Yeah, different you know? is good. And it feels DC. Yeah, you know, but not like they're trying to be dark in their own thing and and yeah. whatnot and. Um, I, I I don't know. I'm excited for it. I'm hopeful that DC is gonna figure it out and yeah. and build a, a good universe.
0: They've only had one home run so far with Wonder Woman.
1: Yeah, everything super, else super is, home run. It's kind of been yeah. like, it's the it's. Mm. Good stuff here, but divided opinions and things like, like that.
0: Man of Steel, Justice League. They're like sevens. They're good. Yeah. Not amazing. I think know? Man of Steel should get a lot more love than it does. Hey, man, I like Superman Returns way better than Man of Steel. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think Superman Returns is good, but
1: I actually like Man of Steel a lot better because I like yeah. Cavill as Superman. He's a good Superman. Um, I got He's a, great I, in Justice League. I got to. Oh, God. But I got to see him fight Zod destroying like stuff. Uh, like, hey. Oh, my God.
0: It's, I think that's a good solid movie. But I I just personally, I I don't like a lot of people hate on Superman returns. I'm like, it was good. Yeah, it was. (laughs) uh, Dude, at the time, that was the first Superman movie
1: we had in years. I wasn't complaining. (laughs) Believe me.
0: (laughs) Okay. So then this ties into that. Um, Out of all these comic adaptations we're talking about, what is your favorite one? What is the one that's done perfectly that hits home run for you? Adaptations? Yeah. Adaptation of a comic book. (sighs) Roger said Infinity War, by the way. I haven't seen Infinity War. Yeah, yet. No, you haven't seen it cuz whatever, but he that was his pick and I would have to agree that's one of the yeah. best ones I've seen. I I need to see Infinity War still.
1: Um I I probably got a couple here. Um I think Wonder Woman was a great adaptation <laughs> as, really and mix of things. I really I, look, I've already said it, I love Man of Steel. Yeah. I think it's a great modern take on his origin.
0: I just didn't like the pacing. It was like weirdly split up. It that was, was movie making. Not it was, the story. but yeah. it,
1: it, once again, there's a lot of ground they covered in oh, that yeah. movie, you know. Heck yeah. Um, and then the shift from Krypton to present day, that would that first 20 minutes of Man of Steel is
0: awesome.
1: It's some good. It's it some was good so cinematics. Good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a. I think if Zack Snyder had been able to like do a three-hour movie, you know, but it probably three-hour movies been, don't sell. So. Yeah, it, <laughs> wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been as choppy. But yeah. I love the way he, you know, you can tell he thinks
0: huge. Yeah, he had a know? story, but I just. Yeah, something about going back, keep going back to him as a kid, and then he's an adult, and then he's like getting in the middle. I'm just like part of me. Part of me really uh,
1: liked that the flashbacks and and certain things, but I and I get it. It's it's some people just want a linear story. Wanted in order. Yep. Um. Wasn't bad. So uh, I think the Captain America series from uh Marvel is great. Those those Um, awesome movies. Uh, people. Some people Mm. hate on the first one. I. It's a war movie. Yeah. I. Look I, I always am going to like The Boy Scout characters <laughs> I'm going to dig them uh, Just I, I like the good guys You yeah. know I don't necessarily feel like Every To make a character interesting They have to have some Dark past yeah. Or some Some huge fail. I mean we all have Our flaws But it doesn't have to be Some exaggerated flaw Like a Tony Stark Yeah Not that I don't like Iron Man He's great Batman, like, or a Batman who's the Batman, killed his parents, dark and, yeah. and brooding, you know, kind of thing. They could just be
0: middle class, normal people, yeah. no problems, and be a superhero.
1: Um, so I, I think uh, they did a really good job adapting Captain America. I think when yeah. once he got to, um, not and it's not that even that he wasn't great in the first one, but once oh. they got to Winter Soldier, he awesome. really had Cap down. Yeah. He had
0: him down in the first movie. Yeah. Well, because yeah, then he did Avengers. Yeah, which is not really his move, but it helped. And then yeah, Winter Soldier, they just nailed it. Yeah, that's my favorite uh, uh cap uniform with the the white, the dark and, one. And, yeah, with the white and then the star, yeah, the white stripes. I, I'm like that one. I really just, like uh, the
1: uh, <laughs> the um the I think it was the one he had in Age of Ultron, because it was a mix of the two. It wasn't as yeah. bright, but it wasn't it's, as dark as the other
0: one. It Was the first one with the red and white on the abdomen. Uh, no, it was right. the
1: because the one he wore in the first Avengers movie was super bright.
0: Yeah, right? well that well, that one was like the the, the pelt over. Yeah. yeah, well that well that was
1: in the first Captain America also. Remember? Yeah, but it was
0: like the redo. But of like the redo yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I like the I like the Winter Soldier one, but then the one he wore in um, Ultron. Oh, that was Ultron. more like. It combat had, it, scene, had, yeah. Yeah, it had yeah it had a mix of the winter soldier and the other one it was the darker colors yeah. it had the brown fingerless gloves like you yeah. had with the winter soldier one so but it more was, color in it yeah. yeah it was it was really cool so i liked that one a lot all
0: right okay so changing pace one more time before we wrap this up uh if you could have any job in the comic industry what would it be and why okay what would you want to do Editor, writer, inker, colorist, uh, uh, like what, publisher, like what? What? What's the job? I would. <sighs> that's tough. CEO Jeff Johns type. Carrier. I would. Yeah, <laughs> I would love
1: to be like a chief creative officer and kind of help plot out where the the universe goes as a whole, big picture type for stuff. For DC or just for, for anything? For DC, okay. obviously. For DC or for my you know own thing. Sure. Um, I would love to try my hand at writing, but I don't think I'd want to do it by myself at first. I'd want to kind of do it writer's room style. Co-writer. Yeah. Would have a co-writer that yeah. knew what they were doing sure. so I could kind you of... Could plot it out, they'll write the script. Yeah. <laughs> and and that way I could learn how to script something properly and not yeah. jack it up, you know, kind of thing. Um, I'd even love to be um, like a promotional guy to go around and oh, like... Marketing? And market, yeah. you know, the and hype That's people for cool. the, the next piece. of Because then you, you're still working within... Yeah, and you're going to cons, cons and stuff. and, and going like, in and, and doing stuff, yeah. but you're... You're kind of getting people excited because, I, you know, because then it's all I'm doing is talking about what I
0: like. Yeah, you know what I mean. Promoting books that are coming out. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: So, um, I, I think I'd like doing that too. But if I was gonna get into the nitty gritty of it, I'd, I think I'd like to either try writing or I'd like to be like the the, the creative officer and, and that's kind a of good choice. Plot out, yeah. you know, where everything's gonna
0: go. Um, last one here before we get to quick fire. Uh, if you could write any comic being currently published that is currently out right now, what would that comic be? Okay, Superman, Superman. I I I'd, I'd hope
1: to God <laughs> I'd have some sort of plot that I would make, that would be good and not just something that's already been done. But that's why these guys get paid the big bucks, yeah. right? <laughs> um, definitely Superman. Um, I would love to 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 do a Lady Mechanica story oh, set okay. set in um because so the part of the benefit of of Lady Mechanica is she's. You know, equal parts Sherlock Holmes and equal parts Indiana Jones, or a, Laura, a Lara Croft, if you will, Empire robot. You know, and then yeah, <laughs> she's got like you know cybernetic steampunk <laughs> limbs. So um, you know, you can do it's a lot of her stuff is mystery and adventure. Okay. Yeah. So you could tell like a super cool mystery adventure. Yeah. You know, set in Victorian London.
0: And then Superman, you can kind of you can kind of do whatever you can do. You can do like a yeah. drama. You can do a sci-fi. You can yeah. kind of do. Whatever you want. So either. I'd like
1: to try the that um, for Marvel.
0: I think I would like. You don't have to. You not to pick Marvel if you well, want. to do I'm it, just man. going across <laughs> the board. I
1: think I'd like to, you know, to do Captain America or even a um, Daredevil. Oh, that's a good you choice. Know, I'd go for for the gritty street stuff. I'd do Daredevil or Punisher.
0: Daredevil, I've noticed, is kind of hard to write because I've I've read I started a, quite a few Daredevil ones and they're either. Too wordy or not wordy enough. Because they either fall too much into the lawyer space mm-hmm. or too much into he's just a straight ninja. Yeah. And it's like to find that perfect crossover that's is that's why that's why the
1: people that talk about like Mark Wade's run. Yeah. Or the uh the Frank Miller run from back in the day. Yeah, or Bendis's like, run. Or Bendis' yeah. run. Like the, Or Brewbreaker's run. <laughs> I forgot about Brewbreaker's yeah. run. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's how come those guys that those the the very few names you hear yeah. is because they really
0: did that it's character hard. justice. Yeah. Because the, I'm reading the Souls run right now and some issues are really good. And some, but he goes
1: really lawyer. Yeah, because he's a and, lawyer. And, and so he's it's a like, lawyer. Some and, issues I'm like, I can't. And it's like, Dude, I'm yeah. not reading a courtroom drama yeah. right now. <laughs> got, like exposition, know? just like boxes and
0: boxes. I'm just like, it's good. It's just, I want more ninja. Give me more yeah. ninja. <laughs> Balance out the ninja with the lawyer. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, um, so yeah, I think that would be kind of cool.
0: Yeah, if you do it right. If you do it right. Yep. All right. So we're going to get to the quick fire round here. Uh, it's going to be this or that. One or the other. Oh, God. Pick your side. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I'm terrible at these, by the way. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> well, some everybody of them, <laughs> I already know what you're going to pick because it's pretty common, okay. you know. So, uh, single or trade? Uh, pff, um, Singles. I'll, I'll say okay. singles. I mean,
1: that's what I read. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, Indie or big two?
1: Matt. <laughs>
0: you're killing me here. You got to pick one. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, big two. Big two. DC. All right. Um, Marvel or DC. DC yeah that's a given uh, all right so golden age classics or modern with respect to the golden age
1: yeah. I have to say modern because you know that's what we're in right now and you can yep. only read so many of the golden
0: age yeah because that's kind of where it all stars so but, you gotta, but yeah. I have I have the utmost respect and reverence for what it is because without that we wouldn't have the modern exactly um, and then so original graphic novel slash miniseries so like a self-contained story or something ongoing
1: you know what I I I'm going to say original graphic novel self-contained kind okay. of thing I, not that I don't like ongoings but I yeah. love when a story has beats and beginning and middle beginning, end beginning middle yeah. end or a beginning middle new beginning oh okay you know where you, you start in this one place you you get to the the, the meat and the the potatoes the yeah. drama of it and then you you end but you you can end on a hopeful note and it's like these characters do, yeah. do live on yeah. yeah but you don't necessarily have to go on with that story you know what i mean yeah you can leave it your story is told and yeah Yeah. exactly um and i know that's kind of a
0: halfway answer between the two um but that's what i think i'd choose okay and that's all i got cool so that wraps it up, guys. So hopefully you liked that little bit longer episode here. Um, I mean, I should have known I was gonna get longer. Yeah, so. well, it's good. We, we had a good conversation. <laughs> this, was, this was a great episode. Learned a lot about you from all cool. the listeners out here. Cool. I hope people find it interesting. Um, any last words or anything before I wrap up the outro here? Uh, just you know, I, I
1: want to say like how much I appreciate the fact that people listen and just uh, <laughs> you drop your phone. <laughs> um, I just want to say how much I appreciate the listeners. Um, yeah. You know, like I said at the beginning of the show, um, to me this is just something fun that I get to do. I get to hang out and talk about something I love. It's yeah. a way for me to decompress at the end of the week yeah. and de-stress. Um, and now and talk- they know more about you too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, the fact that people care enough to to tune in and even Definitely. listen to this. You yeah. Know? Thank you guys so much. It, it, it just, it boggles my mind that we're doing something that, you know, we people to, like that people like, because yeah. for me, I would do this anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The fact that we have other people that, that like it enough to listen in. Yep. Is, it's like is people bonus. go into
0: your shows. It's yeah. like, you guys like us? What?
1: Yeah. It's like, I would <laughs> still be rocking out and jamming, <laughs> yeah. but the fact that you want to hear that <laughs> yeah. makes it even better. Yeah. You know? So yeah. Agreed. So yeah, just thanks. 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 And thanks to Roger yeah. for, for Definitely. inviting me into, to do that because you know, yeah. when, when I don't know if this was ever covered on the show or, or, or whatnot, but mm um when we first started the podcast uh you know roger invited me to to be a part of it and was like hey i want you to host it yeah i remember that i was kind of like i've never done that but okay cool like i'm down like i I was just happy to be a part of the show (laughs) literally i just i thought roger was going to host it I thought i was just going to be a panelist and and he he made me the host and look i take it seriously like as much as i have fun and i rip on people and yeah (laughs) And I, you know, uh, get, we get sarcastic and go on tangents much like how I'm doing right now. Yeah. I love what I, I love, I love doing it. And I, oh, I yeah. really, you know, thanks to Roger, thanks to the shop. And I feel honored that I get to do it each week. Yeah. You know, it's I awesome. take it seriously. I, I do like trying to do a good job. Yeah,
0: And I will tell you from episode one to now, you've gotten a hell of a lot. <laughs> that first episode <laughs> was rough. Well, I mean the, the whole first, <laughs> I would say a couple months we were kind of getting our feet there and, uh.
1: We were playing it faster. Yeah, we we're, we're, were playing it faster. We're, fast we're good. <laughs> All right, everybody. And thanks, so, Matt. Thanks, Matt, oh, for yeah. showing up week in and week out to record everybody. Of course. Man. I missed a couple of weeks, but life. Yeah, life. <laughs> it happens.
0: All right, guys. So that's it for Origin Story. Again, you can get this show a month early by going to patreon.com slash allstarcomicspodcast and subscribing to the $5 tier or higher or get it normally by any podcast service. Um, we'll see you guys next month. I believe we're doing Johnny Morales. Oh
1: <laughs> snap! I'm gonna I'm waiting for that one. That's gonna be a good
0: one. So um again, and if you have any criticisms or you like what you hear, send any um, comments that. of concerns to contact yeah. at All Star Comics Podcast. I appreciate you, Bryce. I appreciate you, James, for sending me great emails. Thank you so Thank much. you guys. Yeah, that was awesome. So and then we'll see you guys next month.